0: I'm still fucking with you Still waters run deep Still Snoop Dogg and D-R-E Nah, nah, nigga Guess who's back Still Still doing that shit, Andre Oh, for sure Yeah Check me out It's still Dre day, nigga AK, nigga, though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the
1: spots that I'm known to rock You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies, they pay
0: homage, but haters say Trey fell off How nigga, my last album was The Chronic They wanna know if he still got it They say rap's changed, they wanna know how I feel about if it you ain't up on things. Dr. Dre is the name, I'm ahead of my game Still puffin' my leaf, still fuck with the beats Still not loving police. Uh-huh. Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. Sure. Still got love for the streets, repping 213. Still the beats bang, still doing my thing. Since I left, ain't too much change. Still, I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting counters in the gun. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the GI. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still,
2: hitting counters in the gun. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat.
0: It's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and actmatics Swap beats, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through Still the art scene for the gangsters all across the world still hitting them corners in the low lows still taking my time to perfect the beat and i still got love for the streets it's the g i the for the gangsters all across the world still hitting them corners in the low lows Still taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. It ain't nothing but mohawk hot shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch yes. Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still hitting the in the Molo's, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is back So when you ain't up on things Dr. Draper Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money, spend time out the hood, take they moms out the hood, hit my boys off with jobs. No more livin' hard, barbecues every day, driving fancy cars. Still gon' get my reward. I'm representin' for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them corners and them low lows, girl.
2: Still taking my time to perfect the beat, and I still got love for the streets. It's the D.I.A. I'm representin' for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them counters in them low lows, girl. Still. Taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. D-R-E. I'm for the gangsters all across the world Still Hitting them counters in the girl. Still Taking my
0: time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Right back up in your motherfucking ass Nine five plus four pennies Add that shit up D.R.E. Right back up on top of things Smoke some with your dog. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wait. Put it in the air. Boy, air. use a full D.R.
3: That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Before we go any further, let, let's just do it, shall we? It's
4: T-shirt time? Yeah, it is t-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt time. time? It
3: 12-10. You're goddamn right, it's T-shirt it's time. It's
4: T-shirt time. Oh, this one's badass, too, people. T-shirt It's T-shirt time. everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time.
3: I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, you gotta put your T-shirt on. You gotta put your T-shirt on. Today, my T-shirt. I saw this. This is a piece of art somewhere. Uh, it's the the pretty much the entire cast of Caddyshack on my T-shirt. It like like kind of caricature form. There's Rodney. There's Lacey Underall, Judge Smales. Carl, Chevy Chase. There's Noonan and his weird Irish girlfriend. Got great shirt. Great, great t-shirt. Saw it online, said, yep, gotta get that one made. So, uh, there you go. What, what you what's this? What is this? That's weird. That is very, very weird. What, what, what's going on? Oh, I know what this is. There's a very special birthday today. Happy birthday to a a co-host of this show a few times, including the marathon show. And she introduced me to something that is so vile and horrible, also known as a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Happy birthday to my dear friend. Ruby, happy birthday, Ruby. There you go. Happy birthday. Uh, your fine husband, uh, who I refer to as Ruby's husband. Uh, <laughs> that's his name in my phone. I know his name is Devin. Uh, uh, he, he contacted me over the weekend. He's like, hey, can you do something? Special? I was like, absolutely. So happy birthday to my dear friend, Ruby. I hope you have a fantastic birthday and that your children and your husband do not drive you crazy. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's get to some good mornings here, shall we? Uh, Douglas, first one here. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy Taco Tuesday. Braddy Kidd is in the house. Braddy Kid, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Brett says, hello. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Did I really miss nine minutes? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did, but it was just, you know, it, it was that, the lead-in intro, the musical intro to the show. Kale says, ruby, ruby, roo. Yeah, so there you go. Happy birthday, Ruby. Uh, all kinds of shit on the show today, including Celebrity As death match. We have an entire segment of Listener Mail, not just ones and the others like we did yesterday. An entire segment of Listener Mail today. Celebrity As Deathmatch, Clint Eastwood characters. That's what's happening. Andrew says, morning, family. Uh, Ghost Nevada says good morning as well. All right, so uh, here's the uh, breaking news. If if you're going to watch the Olympics tonight, I don't know if it's on tonight. uh, I I don't want to ruin things for you. So, uh. Ladies and gentlemen,
4: can I please have your attention? I've just uh, been handed an
3: urgent. Ruby just said, thank you, dear friend. I hope you have a great day. Uh, Good morning, Derek. Um, Last night, uh, or tonight, or I, I don't know when they did it. I got the news this morning. If you don't want it, I'm giving you time to turn it off real quick. I'll say it, and then I'll move on. Simone Biles wins bronze <laughs> on the balance beam. Way to go. <laughs> Way to give it. You're almost there. All right. Now, now there, there you go. Now, before we get into the show, I noticed something. I know that on this show, I, I say people should do their jobs, and if you're doing your job, I have no problem with you. And I really don't. I really don't have people. I, pro, I don't care whatever job it is. If you do it and you do it to your, the best of your ability, I think that's fantastic. There is a There was a picture floating around uh, over the weekend of the Olympics, and I saw something. Um, and and I, I thought this was probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And leave it, leave it to the Olympics to have this there. So, you know, one of the bigger events during the games, thanks to Michael Phelps and now this other new fellow with all the tattoos, uh, is swimming. Swimming events are huge. Uh, in front, 44 says, good morning, ass family. Fuck her. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was supposed to get scores at 13 and 14. Yeah, the, the scores obviously screwed her over. Uh, Look, I I haven't even looked at it. I saw the headline. I was like, fine, bronze, whatever. Um, Can anyone (laughs) please explain to me? Now, I actually did this job for four years. Can anyone explain to me why, oh, why is there a lifeguard at the Olympic pool? I'm not kidding. There's a guy sitting on the side of the pool and he's got the rescue tube right around his waist like you're supposed to have, according to Ellis Deepwater Training. And, and, by the way, what happens if he's called in to rescue somebody? I'm one of the greatest swimmers in the world. I'm performing at the Olympics. And I got to figure some Japanese kid who's getting paid eight yen an hour is going to jump in and save me? Really? Really, the look. The, I'll say this right now: if that lifeguard was Michael Phelps, I would feel comfortable. It's Daiatsu Toyota. That—that's that, his name, Daiatsu Toyota. He's your lifeguard at the Olympic pool. Now I understand why you got lifeguards and you got people around for like diving. And by the way, by the way, let's just cover something real quick. The Canadian girl that pretty much did a fucking cannonball off the three-meter dive, the springboard, is not a hero. She's not. Oh, she, she learned that. It, she finished last. She damn near belly flopped. It's not a heroic move. Yeah, does he do one long whistle blow? I, I, I mean, who's he alerting? There are television cameras there. We can see somebody is drowning. I'm going to bet either the Olympic coach that's there or the second on the podium that's there is going to be able to save that person better than the lifeguard. My sons and I decided that the lifeguard at the Olympic events was the best job ever. Front row for some of the best seats in the house. Being paid and you don't got to work unless there's a catastrophic incident. And then there is, well, fuck, there's a lot of other good swimmers who are going to get there first. It's the most useless. It is a great job. Look, look, look. Yeah, you're front row, but goddamn, you don't want them to call on you. Because you know somebody's going to be timing you. I saw that the other day, and I just started laughing. Like, if Michael Phelps is drowning, the world is pretty much over. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Anytime an Olympic swimmer starts to drown, you can go ahead and kiss everything goodbye. Because Daiatsu Tayata, the Olympic lifeguard, he ain't going to get there in time. I'm just telling you that right now dumbest job i've ever seen in my entire life now we talked about it yesterday getting back to the olympics um and sadly this is the actual audio this is the actual audio of uh laurel hubbard i'm not kidding this is not a joke this is her in her uh third attempt To uh, lift like 250 pounds over her head. This was the announcer and what they said.
5: Wishing Laurel all the success here. No, it's gone out the back door. I'll be wishing Laurel all the success here.
1: No, it's gone out the back door.
3: Out the back door. (laughs) Probably not the best terminology to use. Oh, and she dropped it. She goes, oh, no, it's out the back door. She dropped it back over her head. I saw that video, and I just started. I busted a gut. Dude, and for me, that's a lot. If I bust a gut, you know it's funny. That gal, (laughs) oh, it's out the back door. Oh, shit. Uh, Well, the officials have come together in uh, the Olympic Village of Tokyo and said, after this year, they will be changing the rules. Before anybody says good, yay, finally, it's about time. No, 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 no. 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 they, they, they want to set the rules to be more inclusive. I, too, was excited by the headline that they'll be changing the rules. But what this gal did, or whatever... Will show that oh look at that, her failing in the Olympic Games is proof that that men can turn into women and can compete. You no, know, I want I want the world's strongest man Eddie Hall to shave his goatee and say that he he identifies as a woman now. Let him compete next year. Like I, they're saying that they're going to let each sporting federation set their own rules. Can one rule be, because, by the way, in California prisons, the stories were sent to me. Douglas, you sent me this story, I believe. Um, Let's see. Uh As I keep going and doing and going and going. Maybe you didn't send me that story. Uh, Let's see. I don't know who sent me the story then. Was it it Hangtown Jen sent it to me? No, she sent me that. Um, I'm not sure who sent this to me, and I apologize. Um, By the way, uh, there are women in California correctional facilities right now who are being knocked up. That's right. They're getting pregnant. No, not by conjugal visits. It's by the men who identify as women and are now put in women's penitentiaries. I, I hate to say this. Oh, God, you know I hate rolling this out. This is my least favorite thing to play on the show. I, I, I promise you, it, as soon as I can fucking find it. I thought I had it on a bunch of them, damn it. No, it ain't on that one there. Is it on this one? Oh, there you go. Well, I
4: don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
3: The one glory moment for the Olympic lifeguard when Greg Louganis hit his head in diving. I bet that lifeguard was like, oh, fuck, yeah, game time. Stood up, did a quick superhero pose, standing tall, legs, shoulders wide apart, hands on hips before he jumped. You know what, though? Probably, but the the problem is is that it was Greg Louganis. Nobody expected Greg Louganis to do that. So the lifeguard was probably taking a break. We probably got a backup lifeguard for Greg Louganis. there's only one rule I'd like to see federations put in. If you still have cock and balls, no, you can't compete as a woman. That's the one thing that I'm asking. You can identify as a woman all you want. I'm not going to take that away from you. I'll even use your fucking preferred pronouns. But if you're in Olympic competition and you got a cock and balls, I'm sorry. You got to be in the men's. No, it, it's, it's really happening in California prisons. We did the story on here about how men can say, well, I identify as a woman, and they can be put in the woman's prison. Now, God forbid. Now, would a convict ever lie? Would, would, would a prisoner in a prison ever lie about being a woman? I don't think so. Come on, man. So get ready. This uh, this Laurel Hubbard is, and by the way, she is going to get all this notoriety for being the first. Until the first one wins a medal, oh, she's gonna get all this credit. Oh, she broke down walls, but she didn't win. She's a loser. By the way, there's a a, lecturer, a guest lecturer at Harvard who defended the existence of biological sex. And now that person is probably not going to be invited back to Harvard. Uh, as the director of the Diversity and Inclusion Task Force for my department at Harvard, I'm appalled and frustrated by my transphobic and harmful remarks made by a member of my department in this interview. So, what you're saying there, Laura Simone Lewis, is that people in your department can't have differing ideas than you? Isn't isn't America great right now? Remember, we used to have different ideas. We used to think differently about things. And now we're being told, well, we have to think the same. If you don't think the same, you are nothing more than a hate monger. I don't know how far that goes, but uh, uh, it, it scares the shit out of me. V. Coop says this transgender pussification is disgusting. Look, here, here's the thing that's disgusting for me is that It is being so forced on us that we have to accept it. We don't have to accept anything. Are they a part of society? Yes. Am I going to commit a crime against them for for their lives? No, I'm not. I think that people that commit crimes against transgender folk or gay folk or anybody who's different folk, those people should be prosecuted to the extent of the law. I don't have to like the fact that you're transitioning. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to do anything I don't fucking want to do about it. I don't hire and fire people. I can have my opinion on whatever I want, as so can you. But now we're being told, no, 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 you can't. And it's really, really, really frustrating. It's beyond frustrating. It's fucking, you know, Tommy was on yesterday, and I want to say a big special thank you to Tommy for being on yesterday because, as always, he was fantastic. Um, The problem that I do have, though, with, with, with everything in the world is that my opinions now are nothing more than hate speech or hate rhetoric in the eyes of some people. It's not. I don't hate these people. I don't think that trans people should be all gathered up, put in a camp, and then killed. I, I've, I've never, ever said anything like that, okay? That, that is not true, Douglas, that Gonzo is trans now on the Muppets. That can't be true. If that's true, this has gotten too, this goes way too far. It's not up to fucking Muppets or Sesame Street to teach your kids about this. Stick to one, two, three, and ABC. And maybe how to be a good friend on those shows. I, 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 I truly am. I, I'm sickened by what we have done in this country. Literally sickened. Where we have to force feed all this stuff. And once again, I'm not anti. I'm not saying any of these people should not be allowed to do it. But if you do it, you have to understand. People are going to find it strange. It's not normal. It's strange. And as long as they don't assault you, commit crimes against you, uh, fucking or prejudice against you, prejudice meaning they won't hire you, even though if you have all the skills and everything. So that, that, there you go. There, there's a great case scenario for a boss. Somebody comes in. I'm going to say this is a very independent working type environment. They have all the skills indeed and they're transgender. Okay. Hey. Fine. If you have to work in a team atmosphere and in a group of people, this is going to be what we call a distraction. You can have all the skills, you can have all the qualifications if someone else has them and they are not because it will be. It will be a distraction. I learned all about that in high school. Muppet Babies let Gonzo wear a dress and said it's okay. Just saw it on the news last night. Hold on a second now. Gonzo. Uh, Muppet Babies character cross dresses, becomes Gonzarella. Gonzo comes out as non binary. Gonzo is a fucking puppet. Gonzo fucks chickens. Fucking Christ almighty. Indoctrinating. Anytime you have to indoctrinate something into children is bad. And I'm just saying this is a bad idea. I I I am so sick and tired of the world that we live in. God damn it non I don't even know what non binary means and by the way I don't give a fuck what it means You want to be a gal, good, be a gal. You want to be a dude, be a dude, fine. Don't 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 tell me how to feel about it though. It, this is getting maddening. All right. Let let's let's start all the real bullshit now. <sighs> yeah, well first of all, first of I'm going to play something before I do this story. Nancy Pelosi is is questioning the, the government, shocking, you know, the one that she's pretty much running. And she's called Joe Biden out to, um, to push forward and extend the no eviction moratorium. AOC protested on the steps of the Capitol over coward Democrats who failed to expend the ban in the House. President Joe Biden pled with landlords to hold off evictions for the next 30 days as his administration sought ways to extend a moratorium. Do you know what that's doing? Well, I'm going to play it for you from a guy by the name of John Taffer. John Taffer is probably one of the smartest guys to run restaurants and bars and businesses. He, look, look, I don't. You don't have to necessarily like him and what he does and what he takes from bars that are on bar rest. You don't have to like that, but give the man his credit. He knows about the bar and restaurant industry.
6: I'm John Taffer, and I want to give you my take on employees not coming back to work. You know, the restaurant industry is struggling after a year of the pandemic. Prices going up. Our customers are finally back and we can't get our employees back to serve them my dog got sick so i went to the vet the vet couldn't take care of my dog because his employees didn't come back i went to get my car fixed and i was told that they couldn't get parts because the truck drivers haven't come back every place i go i hear the same problem employees aren't coming back to work so i ask you a question how do we get our country back if we don't get our employees back When you get a government check to stay home, do you think it's in your best interest to, in fact, stay home? Or do you think it's in your best interest to maybe advance your career while other people are staying home? Isn't this an opportunity to get noticed? Isn't this an opportunity to carve a whole new future? Isn't this an opportunity not to sit on your butt? So, I ask you a question. Would you rather have a great career or would you rather see us get robots and all sorts of technology in place that replaces employees? Because that's what you're dealing with. If you guys don't come back to work, there's going to be solutions created without you. And that goes out to all of us. So I think we should get back to work. What do you think?
3: Good for you, John Taffer. I I, I respect him. I, 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 I know somebody who was approached by... One of his television shows and what they asked for is, is maddening, like monetarily wise. But that right there is spot on. We got to go back to work, people. Let, let me give you an example, my, my own example yesterday. We went to IHOP. I was feeling the need for some pancakes yesterday. We have an IHOP that's five minutes away from the house. We've got one that's 15 minutes away from the house. So, of course, we go to the one that's five minutes away from the house. And that that IHOP has always been slow. Now, maybe it's because I just seen this video that I was kind of giving them a little bit more of an out. Maybe it's just their horrible, horrible people and their bad employees. But uh, the restaurant had a few people in there. Braddy Kid ordered a waffle. I know, ordering a waffle in a fucking pancake place. That, that's a whole different story. I ordered a large stack of pancakes. And a a side of sausage. That's what I wanted. It took close, roughly 25 minutes to get that order. The place wasn't packed. There were plenty of empty tables. 25 minutes. Now, when we got our food, the sausage was cooled. Cooled. Braddy Kids waffle didn't have an inside like you. You could peel the top two pi- the the top and bottom piece off. There was nothing in the middle. My pancakes were hard and would not melt butter. Usually, when you go to IHOP, you get pancakes and you put a piece of butter on it and it melts immediately. Even their frozen ass butter they sent you. My pancakes just sat there and waited and waited and waited. And I, I couldn't even eat it. I took a bite of the sausage. Sausage was disgusting. Our waitress came over. Uh, everything all right? Uh, no, everything's not all right. Ready kid showed her waffle. I said, why, why are my pancakes hard? Oh, we'll, we'll just get you new ones. I said, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave. Uh, okay, well, it'll be on us. Oh, you think? You think it's going to be on you? Now, I don't know if that's a lack of working or if that's a lack of having employees there to do their jobs because other people are staying home to get paid. And now we have a congresswoman who's trying to get a bill passed to where every American gets paid $1,200 a month. What do you think that will do to employers? When did this become a war against business in America? Because I'm telling you, these COVID numbers are not making, nothing makes sense to me because something happened yesterday. Something happened yesterday in America that we told were going to be the end-all, be-all of COVID. Congratulations to the White House. They were a month late, but they hit their goal of 70 percent vaccination and i do believe that dr anthony fauci the end-all be-all when it comes to being a doctor and knowing about covid says once we hit 70 percent vaccination herd immunity will take over I do not know what to think of restaurant service today. Part of me wants to just blow up on somebody, but then another part of me doesn't because at least these people are working. Yeah, Andrew, it it is a conundrum. It is a fucking conundrum. And do you know who I want to go after? This is who I would rather go after. I think that is just people over 18, not the total population. Well, that's what they were going for, Douglas. They were going for 70% vaccination. Because when that number was first talked about, they didn't have vaccinations for kids yet. So, um, let's see. This person wrote, "My Milestone Monday just in today hit 70% of adults with at least one dose. 468 doses reported administered, including 320,000 new vaccinations. Um, oh, okay, so it's gone now, right? We don't have to worry about locking down anymore. Wait, we can take the masks off. Wait, wait, what? What, wait, what? Huh? Wait wait a second. Fauci said, and and the science. I, I won't even use Fauci. I'll use the science. You know the thing we're supposed to follow? The science says once we hit 70%, herd immunity will take over. I didn't see any mask mandates knocked down last night. You? Anybody see that? Anybody? And then the president tweeted, that dumb fuck. Folks, we've officially reached our goal of 70% of adults receiving the vaccines. It's incredible progress, but we still have further to go. How much fucking further do we have to go? I'm sorry to yell, but I am so tired of this goddamn thing. Every fucking day I have to talk about this shit. And it's weighing on me. I've got the vaccine. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of these crooked fucking politicians who are lining their pockets with all these mask monies and, and all these people. Oh, we sell custom masks now. Well, good for you, you fucking dipshit. Brett says, I think the 70% number is bullshit. Uh, They had to post it to claim some sort of progress as the country is losing faith in the Biden... When did we ever have faith in the Biden administration? I'm not coming after you, Brett. I'm just saying, whoever had faith in this administration? I remember when this whole pandemic started, even before that, I was laughing at the fact that nobody on the left... They had nobody that could defeat Donald Trump. And Lo and behold, this virus comes out of nowhere. And the buck stops with the president. And I, I remember saying this in like March or April. And people were like, no way. No way Joe Biden beats Donald Trump. And then they changed the rules and they did all their things. And Donald Trump is no longer our president. I wish people... I, I remember, was, who did I get into it with? I forgot who I got into it with. I said, please tell me how America is better today with Donald Trump not being the president. Well, when was America ever okay? Like, really? Okay. All right, motherfucker. I should have uh, said federal government instead of Biden administration. No, no, you said it right. You, look, look, look. We've never trusted the federal government. The federal government doesn't know what they're doing. It is this administration. This administration has fucked the goat so many times. We need 70%. Because they thought they'd get to 70% by July 3rd. Remember, we we're going to reopen the country then? You remember? Oh, yeah, you can be with your family. Fine. This is a government that didn't want you to be with your family at the holidays. Isn't that amazing? Now, obviously, uh, let's see, Representative McCall, uh, he's a listener of this show because he calls this new uh, report on Wuhan the greatest cover-up in human history. I told everybody this is our JFK, Well, which it completely is. Let's practice this with I hate kids, but you know the Dems don't follow the science when the only true settled science in this country is life begins at conception. I, I you know, oh God, somebody's going to have a problem with that. Life begins at conception, conception Dan, I, I, I know. <sighs> Senator McCall says they were playing with fire. They were. They were genetically manipulating at the lab this gain of function that was taking place. Many of the key points from the report focused on activities in and around Wuhan that indicated the virus may have been circulating as early as September, well before the World Health Organization reported anything. In September, the Wuhan lab genetic sequence database was taken offline in the middle of the night, which, according to McCall, shows that they were trying to hide or cover up something of significant concern. Satellite imagery from around the same time shows increased activity at hospitals near Wuhan. Well, that's peculiar. In addition, he referenced an October 2019 World Military Games where 9,000 people entered the country according to the Foreign Affairs Committee data and a lot returned home with flu-like symptoms. I, I, I sit here in silence right now. Because we all get these stories. We all see them. Everybody can get these. This is on Fox News. Probably on a bunch of other websites as well. I feel bad for store owners now. I feel bad for restaurateurs. Because now they're going to have to deal with the ire Of the customers. The first time through, we put on the masks, okay? We played the silly little game where you put on a mask. It's like having a smoking and non-smoking section on a fucking airplane. We put on the masks, okay? And then we took them off as soon as we started eating. Lo and behold, people don't open their mouths when they fucking eat or breathe through their nose, Well, we we're all social distance. Well, let, let's remember, thanks to Dave Coe, who sent me this story, and I've looked it up and researched, and it's true. Social distancing is nothing more than a failed science fair project. I'm sorry, a failed high school science fair project. Lock that in. Failed high school science fair project. That's how you have to live your life now. Now only the vaccinated can go to restaurants and gyms in New York. Yeah, but they still have to wear a mask. Which I, I, I find that to be stupid. I mean, look look at Lollapalooza this weekend. Uh, later on in the show, I've got a new Limp Biscuit song we're going to play a little bit of. Uh, that they uh, debuted at Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza I, I've seen the pictures of Lollapalooza. I'll go ahead and say there are probably at least 100,000 people there. Ain't nobody wearing masks. Everybody's moshing, singing along. Nobody's talking about that being a super spreader event. Oh, and I've got another one coming up, too. Oh, 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 boy. Where is that? Wait, hold on a second here. Let's see. Go like that. Go like that. Oh, no. Maybe I didn't put it in here. I thought I did. Um, Another super spreader event that's happening is Barack Obama's 60th birthday. Douglas says, I read it was 400,000 people. Okay, all right. I find it insane that unvaccinated people can't go out to eat in New York. It, It is insane, it's craziness. You can't eat here because you chose to to believe in your body more than science. How about this? How about you put up a sign at restaurants now saying anybody that's ever had an abortion can't eat here? How do you think that would go over? Oh, Mike, you're absolutely right. This is the smartest virus ever. Let's remember that when it started... Everybody was closing early, like at 8 o'clock, because the virus only comes out after 8 p.m. The virus hates flying because airlines were still open. And by the way, uh, when this first started, there are no masks on airlines. By the way, did everybody see that Senator Lindsey Graham has now COVID positive? They said, well, he was on a boat with other, uh, other Republican uh, senators and uh, representatives. Yeah, all of them have been vaccinated. They have all been vaccinated. He was vaccinated. He got it. The reason why it's a story is some strategist in Rhode Island decided to tweet, hey, just wondering if, if he dies, that would be a bad thing, right? Just asking for a friend. Yeah, that's somebody who's, who should be out of a job but won't be because they're on the uh, ever-so-popular and powerful left side. That person should be fired. They won't be. Nobody's talking about Barack Obama's 60th birthday party where he's planning on having 500 of his or he had 500 of his friends all unmasked. The D.C. mayor, Mayor Muriel Bowser, and boy, she lives up to that name, ugly fucking bitch, was photographed over the weekend at a dinner party inside without a mask, standing. She was not eating. I understand you can't eat with a mask on. Oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It wasn't eating. She was attending a wedding ceremony that she officiated. She did not wear a mask inside. She's saying that she wore a mask inside. I've got a picture of her. Hey, there you go, honey. Look at that. Look, look. Okay. There you go. There you go. I I I, I put it up there. She's the one in the middle of the picture sitting right under the rectangle frame of different balls or whatever. I see one person in this entire picture, the mayor, who put mandates in place in Washington, D.C. that masks are not optional. One, two, three, four, five out of six people not wearing a mask. Do as I say, not as I do, people. You're supposed to put the mask back on between bites. There were some restaurants that wanted you to do that. Douglas, I know you're laughing. Or, or, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't put the picture up. There you go. There's a picture. Washington Examiner. Again, the virus is smart. It isn't racist, so Obama is safe. <laughs> but Obama's white friends aren't going to be safe. I mean, George Clooney's going to be there, of course. By the way, it must be nice being the president. Because you can hang out with anybody you want. You know, when you're a freshman senator, ain't nobody. George Clooney ain't hanging out with your sorry ass in. And all of a sudden you become president, and now everybody's your buddy. It's like Meghan Markle. He's like the original Meghan Markle. Except he actually did a job. Meghan Markle ain't got shit. Meghan Markle hangs out with George Clooney. They invited George and Anal. I'm sorry, I'm all A-M-A-L. My bad. No virus could take down Michelle. Fuck, no moose hunter could take down Michelle. But she didn't even know that her and Harry, good good old Meghan Markle, And Harry Markle, because he took her last name because he's a beehawch. They invited the Cloonies without even knowing them. Now, how weird is that? Have you ever been invited to a wedding and you didn't know anybody there? Well, you're going to know people there, but you didn't know the main two culprits? Like I've been to weddings where I don't know people, but I wasn't sent an invitation. Mike, you have all the answers today, but the virus has seen all of his movies. It's a fan. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say anymore about this this shit. I mean, we have elected officials who are who are throwing down these mandates, but they don't have to do it, you know. It, it, it's so fucking frustrating. Now, this has nothing to do with pol. Well, it does have to do with politics. Okay. President Joe Biden, and God, it that just does not sound good. I mean... How could I be the
4: president of the United States of America?
3: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He's headlining a fundraiser for the Democratic National Committee last night to get resources ahead of next year's midterm elections. By the way, $100,000 a plate. So to even get in... You gotta pay a hundred grand. Holy shit. Real talk, the audits are coming. That's why they're pulling this shit again. What audits? Vaccination audits? Are you talking about the election, the midterm elections? Because if this is if this is to set up for the twenty twenty two, they started a little early. Everybody's talked about a, a another civil war, even though the I think the first shots, I agree with Tommy, the first shots of World War III have been fired already in the form of the Wuhan virus. If we lock down again and more people end up losing their jobs, once again, the buck stops with the people in charge. Those people will be voted out of office. They're going about this the wrong way. Look, I understand that they're trying to pay people off with this $1,200 a month check or the expanding the eviction moratorium. By the way, by the way, to all those people that, that did pay their rent during this pandemic, quote-unquote, this cold Um, what do they get? Hmm? What do they get? I'm just wondering, because they did it the right way. And the problem is, is that the government is now rewarding people for acting wrong. The people that rioted in the streets last summer over the whole George Floyd thing, not one of those people, except by me and people on this show, have ever called those people terrorists. Oh, the, the insurrectionists, they, they they were terrorists on January 6th. That was terrorism in America. But last summer's riots weren't. Far more damage was done last summer than what happened on January 6th. And I saw a story yesterday, and and now this is where This is where my... I I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist, but I've seen some things, and I've talked and heard things, and I've got to figure out what I'm smart enough to believe and what I'm not. I told Tommy yesterday and told you guys about a video I've seen where it shows Capitol Police, what looks like Capitol Police, throwing flashbang grenades to get the crowd started to go to the insurrection. Now another... This is the third guy. A third Capitol Police officer has killed himself. Left his family, did all this kind of stuff. You know, we had these trials this week. This is the third guy. Here's my conspiracy. Are they really killing themselves? Or are they being killed to shut up? And made to look like a suicide. In Washington, D.C., DC, you don't think that shit could happen? I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that that's something that's in my head right now. Uh, The government will cause a civil war, yeah. And and I think that's what it's going to come down to. If we get locked down again, I, I think Americans are going to react and react poorly. A uh, place to live with the peace of mind that you did it the right way. A place to rest your head without feeling like you're taking advantage of the system. That is what those people get. That's a great answer, Hangtown Jen. Yes. But I, 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 I'm sorry. I, that, that's not good enough for me. It's like people like Stackar's parents who came over here the right way. They migrated here. They became United States citizens. It took them about 10 years, Stackard told me. Now, he and his brother were born here, so they are automatic citizens, but his parents became citizens. And I'm sorry for all those men and women that become citizens of this great country or what was once great country that did it the right way. You know what? They should be the ones on juries convicting these people of being here illegally they should be the ones that hand out the punishment because that is their peers they did it the right way these people did it the wrong way it's what we do when somebody steals something we don't reward people for stealing television sets and cars no no we lock them up and then a jury finds them either guilty or not guilty and then a judge imposes a sentence. Oh, it, it's it's so frustrating. Uh, the insurrection is the worst thing to happen to America since nine eleven. Well, I'm going to disagree with that. The insurrection was bad. I I, I will agree with that. But uh, I'll say the rioting that happened all summer long. I I, I don't think there's anything that's ever going to come close to nine eleven. Thirty five hundred innocent men and women were killed that day. One woman was shot who tried to jump through a building. To comp I, I, I'm sorry, and I'm not coming after you, Harrison. Oh, that was the CNN quote. Okay. I, I'm I'm just here to say, if you compare nine and, eleven and the insurrection, you're fucking retarded. I, I, I I'm sorry to be so blunt about that, but no, it, it's and and. By the way, I wasn't afraid. I was afraid on 9-11. I was terrified on 9-11, hence terrorism. Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, they're all auditing by forensic studies from the 2020 elections. Uh, it doesn't look good for the cheaters. There is, a, there is war, just not with soldiers and bullets. The audits will be damaging. Believe that. Oh, I, I've seen some of the numbers out there, and the mainstream media is not posting it. Yes, these audits are happening. I don't know what happens when when the stories come out. I don't know. Look, here's the thing, Mike. I appreciate you being on top of that and looking into it. I'm looking into it as well. But if no news agencies run with it, besides Newsmax and maybe Breitbart, nobody's going to pay attention to it. The mainstream media, whether it's CNN, whether it's Fox, whether it's NBC, whether it's ABC, whether it's CBS – Fox is supposed to be the one on the right, but Fox does it too. They aren't going to report that. I will say it's happening. Communist uh, regimes always kill descend- uh, descendants of the state and people who want to tell the truth when it goes against the narrative. I'm done playing games and mincing words. We're dealing with communist, fascist, total- totalitarian, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you're right. Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. Last day at work for a week. Leaving for Sturgis tomorrow. Well, have a good time. Nobody's more surprised than they were when they died uh, at their own hands. Uh, apparent suicide. Uh, did any of the four refuse to give testimony before Congress? What's the statistical likelihood that four officers from one department would commit suicide in this short amount of time? Shouldn't this be investigated? Bingo. I, I, I mean, Honestly. Bingo. Yes. Four. Uh, it's four now? I thought it was three, but okay, four. Interesting shit there. Nobody's saying anything, though. Nobody is saying a word. But Joe Biden spoke at a dinner last night. By the way, he didn't make he didn't make it to Barack Obama's birthday. You think he was being clowned? I bet you he was fucking roasted like there ain't no tomorrow. Well, Joe was gonna be here, but he was trying to play president. Ah, ah, ah,
4: ah, 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 ah,
3: ah. I bet you Hunter was there. anybody got any Coke? Oh, it reminds me of my jokes today. Hold on, let me put a dip in. Jokes today, uh, real simple today. And by the way, I'm tired of all the fucking, all the snowflakes, all the fucking little punk-ass bitches that are on fucking uh, TikTok. Oh, I'm ready to beat some ass. Uh, First one, uh, what do you do if your waitress has a black eye? Order slowly because she's proven she doesn't listen. Why are the residents of Chernobyl smarter than the average person? Because two heads are better than one. And the last one is, what do wrestling fans and Hunter Biden have in common? They both
4: love The Rock.
3: See, those are just good. And look at that. I, I, I made fun of a white guy and Chernobyl people, mainly white people. Oh, man, I tell you, I tell you, it is something else, isn't it? There's one other thing, and I think this one could be the one that sets everybody the fuck off. Because this is not good. Um, Ready? Democrats are looking to abolish the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment has been a part of every government spending bill since 1976. By the way, what does the Hyde Amendment do? Well, it's been named after Representative Henry Hyde, a Republican out of Illinois, Known for two things. He chaired the House Judiciary Committee from 95-2001 and was the lead House impeachment manager for President Clinton's 99 impeachment trial. Also crafted the Hyde Amendment barring the federal government from spending money on abortions. The federal government, the Democrats, are now looking at ways to fund abortions. Now, I'm going to say this right now, and if I lose you as a listener, I'm sorry I've lost you. I, I, I don't care about abortion. I, I truly don't. What I care about, though, is the federal government paying for it. That is not the federal government's job. And he says in there, it does violate a right. If the federal government does this, they are, feder- they are violating your right to life. I want you to think about it. The federal government is going to pay for abortions? That's gross, man. The pro-choice and pro-life people met uh, and had a deal in the 70s. It prohibited the funneling of federal dollars to Medicaid or the Children's Health Insurance Program for abortion services. Fuck no. Do we have a choice? I'd rather pay for sterilization, mass sterilization. I'd have that taken out of my taxes for this. No, you're not going to have a say. You're barely getting any reporting on it. This makes me sick to my stomach. By the way, and, and once again, the government is going to pay for 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 the for the I don't want to call murder, but because I don't want to seem like that guy, that religious crazy guy, but for the killing of babies. Isn't what they isn't that what they did in China for a long time? Isn't that something that Hitler wanted? But I'm sorry, I apologize. I, I, I can't refer to this administration as Hitler because it was the last administration that was more like Hitler and 1984 and all those bad things that we've read and idiocracy. I'm sorry, that was the last administration. Whoops. If they pass this, can we please abort Pelosi, Schumer, and AOC? I wish... This is what somebody, oh, God. This is a Democrat out of Connecticut. Her name is Rosa DeLauro. She's a stupid fucking cunt. Quote, I am proud that this bill promotes equal treatment for women through increased funding for Title X and by repealing the discriminatory Hyde Amendment. Uh, but do I believe repealing the Hyde Amendment is the best thing we can do to support our mothers and families and help prevent rather than penalize unwanted pregnancies and later riskier and more costly abortions? Faye called this, quote, a game changer. Dude, my head's about to explode. Are you serious? We're, we're actually going to give this person some, some credence? How does this person get elected? Is this a a big, loose fucking women-like area that she represents? Gals are going out and getting five, six, seven abortions, and the government's going to pay for it? Look, if you want to have abortion, if you want to have an abortion, that's on you. See, what the federal government is doing right now is that with rent, now with abortion, Both of those two things can be under the same heading of personal responsibility. If you were to wrap that wiener or, God forbid, even abstain, which I know that's impossible for people to do because we're nothing more than a bunch of butt-fucking monkeys. Can't wear a condom? Didn't get day after pill? You had unprotected sex. Is it buy one, get one? <laughs> I, I, I just, I, like I said, I, I'm so lost at this government because we used to have something in this country, and it was called pride. Something that Hangtown Jen talked about earlier about what people who pay their rent actually do get. And that is pride. I don't think it's right that that's all they get. They should get some sort of tax break. If you're a person that didn't, look, if I was a, a senator or representative, as long as you can show me proof that you paid your rent through this pandemic, you don't have to pay taxes next year. How about that? But fucking monkeys. Not sure how one gets pregnant. Oh, they'd find a way. Harrison says, well, why the hell are we giving extra benefits and tax credits for people with children? More children equals more government money. Shouldn't people have to accept the responsibility of having children? They used to. See, the, the original reason why people with children get, get tax breaks is because the government wanted kids to be born. To make America bigger and stronger and more profitable? Well, obviously government has seen the kids that are coming out now. And they're like, no, let's fucking abort all these. Let's start over with the next generation. Because these kids are all a bunch of fucking pussies. I saw Matt Damon somewhere. Uh, Matt Damon claims, and even though it's been debunked already. It was debunked by a shitty movie he did with Greg Kinnear. That he never used the gay slur that rhymes with Sagitt. Or even the shortened version of fag. Yesterday, I have to tell this story now. Wait, hold on before I tell the story. Is abortion really that expensive? And are they hard to get? I thought it was fairly standard practice nowadays, like it or not. But I thought that's what Roe versus Wade was all about women's right to choose. It was. It was, and it's not that hard to get an abortion now. No. Yesterday, Christopher asked family member. They banned abortions in Lubbock. Okay, just go to a different county then. By the way, that'll get overturned, Harrison. it's just going to tell you that right now. It might take a year or two, but it will be overturned. Yesterday, uh, we had two movie reviews. I, I had my one for Stillwater, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, with that liar and shitbag Matt Damon, who grew up in South Boston, and he never used the word fag. Really? I'm doubting that. I'm doubting that. He even used it in a damn movie, so you can't say he never used it. Um... Christopher was kind enough and he's doing this out of the kindness I'm not paying him to do movie reviews he's doing this because he offered and he wanted to help and, and he's a very very I think he's a good writer when it comes to these reviews there was a portion of that where he had a make-believe conversation with me and I called him a fag because I still use that word not that much on this show. I, I try to use queef instead of fag because I know fag just sets everybody off. It's so hard to get rid of that word, though. It, it is really hard. My mama says Jungle Cruise was fucking horrible. Yeah, he wrote that. But uh, Facebook sent me a a message saying the content... Contained hate speech. And was removed. I still had the email, so what I did was I went through it. And I I, I pretty much knew exactly what one word had to be taken out. And I took out the video link in there, too, because I didn't want anybody to fucking say, oh, you're using links that you're not allowed to use, whatever. I, I, I just took it out. He had a link to a Simpsons episode in there. I just took that out. And I erased the word fag. I just erased that sentence. Still up today. They, they they hammered that entire post for one word. One word. Because it's hate speech. By the way, hate speech is protected under your First Amendment right. Now, you have to adhere to Facebook's rules. That's what you hit when you said, I agree. So I took it down. Because it's their site. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Now, I put it back up without the word fag in there, and now it's all good. It's gravy. It's gold. One word. I'm just pointing that out to everybody. One word. One word can cost you in this country. And by the way, you can forget about second chances. Second chances are a thing of the past, people. Once you've been canceled in this society, you are done. And I've never seen somebody work so hard to be uncancelled as Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen was cancelled because she told a girl to commit suicide. Okay. I don't think anybody should be cancelled at all. I think if there were enough people writing about Chrissy Teigen telling Courtney Stodden to kill herself, then they can take her off the shows that she's on, things like that. But to cancel someone, even Chrissy Teigen. I mean, it couldn't happen to a better person, but hey, it's a part of the narrative that's now here in America. The only person that's halfway come back and they really haven't is Kathy Griffin. She held the head of a decapitated president of the United States and wondered why she was canceled. I'm betting. If she decided to do that picture during the election, she'd be hailed as a hero. People in this country, the the the, the Namby Pamby people, people that don't have their, they, they haven't figured it all out yet. And a lot of Ask Family members, I'm going to say all the Ask Family members have figured out. They know how they want to live their life. They know the words they want to use. They know the people they want to vote for they know where they stand politically on all issues. These people don't. They just want to cancel people when they say something ooky. I'm dealing with it on my TikTok site over a joke I told about. And by the way, it's not even my my worst joke that's on there. I've had two, three jokes taken down for community standards out of 221. three Three out of 221. So that's 218 that are still up there. People are losing their, they, this one guy over the joke, what's the best part about dating a black girl? You don't have to meet her dad. It's an easy joke. And people, oh, you're a racist. You're a piece of garbage. How is this funny? It's funny because it's funny. I made a whole video about it, and I talked a little bit about it yesterday. I made a whole video about how we do not have a sense of humor in this country anymore. Stereotypes aren't funny. No, stereotypes are damn funny. That's why we do stereotypes. And by the way, stereotypes are there for a reason. It's because they're true. Not me. I can't decide what to believe until the vocal minority tells me which way the <laughs> wind blows. <laughs> yeah, David, Co. Uh Well, Chrissy, play stupid games, get stupid prizes. Life's going to suck when you grow up. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Hangtown Jen. But see, here's the problem that I have. Uh, Chrissy Teigen did that like in the last year or two. They've canceled people who did shit 10, 12, 15 years ago. I didn't think about it this way when the Olympics first started, and it took Bill Maher. Bill Maher, but he doesn't, he doesn't give the full story. Bill Maher talks about the guy who made the Holocaust joke back in the 70s, the actual director of the opening ceremonies, and how he was fired for that, for something he did in the 70s. The other guy was the music composer, who bragged about making a special-need kid masturbate and then eat his own feces. Now, he did that as a teenager, and Bill Maher didn't explain the part that the kid was special needs or the masturbation or the feces eating. He said he picked on a classmate in school, and he was canceled for it. They are going all the way back to your high school days now. If you did something in high school, you could be, I I don't know how old these guys were in Japan, you could be in your 50s, haven't been in high school in over 30 years, and they're going to cancel you for something you did in high school. Didn't Colin Farrell do a joke about black dads abandoning their children? How come he gets a pass? Look, look, look. That was a narrative, by the way, to rebuild the black community because fathers have left. That's a narrative. That's not, that's not even stereotyping. That's the narrative. But we can't say that. I haven't been canceled yet. They haven't, they haven't kicked me off TikTok yet. I'm still trying. Me and my 22,000 people that are following me are trying. That's right, but hey, and, and most of these people that are, are bitching and moaning at me are people that have like four followers, they haven't put any videos up, they're people that just troll the Facebook, if you got a positive comment to say, then say it, but if you ain't going to put no damn videos up, then don't say anything negative. Otherwise, I will come to your house, and I will whoop your dad's ass and go, that's your hero right there. All right, enough of all that bullshit. I mean, we, we got mail to do still. We have uh, a lot of other stuff to do. But first, that's right, baby. It is the triumphant return of Celebrity. Ask the fact Clint Eastwood, Eastwood. character. Yes. That's right. We're going to go through 16 of Clint Eastwood's greatest characters to find out what the Mount Rushmore is of Clint Eastwood characters. Who's going to be on there? We are going to find out right here and right now. Let's get it on! All right, in our first event, ladies and gentlemen, wasting no time, I will give you the first matchup. His name is Harry Callahan. He goes by the name of Dirty Harry in all the Dirty Harry movies. Harry Callahan, San Francisco police detective, taking on Lieutenant Schaefer from the Clint Eastwood movie, Where Eagles Dare. Harry Callahan, Lieutenant Schaefter, ass family, who ya got? Adam J.
1: All
3: right, I, I do believe we have ourselves a winner. Yes. Yes, the winner can be named right here, right now. It is Dirty Harry Callahan. Dirty Harry moves on. Next one up, ladies and gentlemen, we have the character he played in the movie Kelly's Heroes, Kelly, taking on. He played the character Blondie in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So will it be Kelly from Kelly's Hero, or will it be Blondie from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly-ass family? I ask you, who you got? yeah, this this one has been over for a little while, ladies and gentlemen. Blondie moves on. Good, bad, ugly. All right, our next candidate. Oh, this one's a good one. The man who uttered the phrase, right turn, Clyde, and his orangutan, Clyde, would punch whatever was next to him. Any which way but loose, or any which way you can, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only character, Philo Beto. Taking on the character of Hogan from Two Mules for Sister Sarah. Philo Beto, Hogan, Ass Family, who ya got? One and only, Philo Meadow. <sighs> and our final matchup in the Western before we get to see who is on the Mount Rushmore. Our first candidate is Marshal Jed Cooper from the movie Hang em High. When you hang a man, you got to make sure you hang him high. Taking on Gunnery Sergeant Highway. Gunny Highway from Heartbreak Ridge. Marshal Jed Cooper, Gunny Highway. Ask family who ya got. This is a back and forth matchup, ass family. We are all tied up right now. We've only got a few seconds to go. 10 seconds are left. In front has the last vote of Gunny. I need another vote. We're all tied up. In front uh, has Gunny. Whoever votes after him who hasn't voted yet, you will pick the winner. Uh, Coop. 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 Marshall. Marshall Jed Cooper wins. Marshall Jed Cooper wins. Oh, my gosh. What a matchup. All right. Now we have to find out who is on the Mount Rushmore of Clint Eastwood Movie Care. Our first matchup, ass family. Is this a good one or what? I give you the one and only Dirty Harry Callahan taking on the one and only Blondie from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Dirty Harry versus Blondie. Ass family, who ya got? It's over. It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, stop this fight. My God, he has a family for Jesus Christ's sake. Dirty Harry moves on and is on the Mount Rushmore of Clint Eastwood. Now we have a matchup of matchups. A prize fighter like no other prize fighter did it bare knuckled and his orangutan Clyde like to poop in police cars. From Any Which Way But Loose, I give you Philo Beto, taking on Marshall Jed Cooper. Philo Beto, Jed Cooper, ask family who you And gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. It is Marshall Jed Cooper. Marshall Jed Cooper from Hang 'em High moves on and will be on the Mount Rushmore of Clint Eastwood movies. Holy crap. We have round two coming up after listener mail here at ArnieRadio.com.
7: I sing songs about Texas I sing them often As if she was some old lover I used to know I wish I could follow them back to The homeland every time I hear one on my radio Twin fiddles playing in my memory my daddy said, wonders of Old Cowtown, silver-haired, and he's still there under the sky so warm and fair." Well, I tell you, friends, there's a song in every town. So sing me one more song about Old San Seemed like a dream, now it was so. what walk be just like a cop around the Well, I'm going home Well, it's nothing short of the gospel
1: hymns
7: Guess that's why folks keep writing them. When I die, I want to go there too Day I hope I walk along Heaven Street And I'll still be looking for my taco meat And I swear I hear a steel guitar Just rising in the air And I said we'll sing me one more song About old San Anton Seemed like a dream now it was so long ago An old guy Clark He could be just like a cook from the cold Well I'm a Still, I swear I could hear a whippoorwill. She knows there's music in the dirt down there. Hill country rain It's a cleansing thing. And all I have to do is see one I'm sitting in a shallow creek. Got nothing to do. I said to sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream. Now it was so long ago Jerry Jeff walked the beach Like a coat from the cold. So sing me one more song About those dusty plains Them honky-tonk angels And their lonely peep-eye pain I wish I was still Those kids over there in that parking lot The private drinking beer and smoking a lot I doubt that they mean anybody We wouldn't state show call 775-357-FANS ladies
4: and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen all right here we go
3: jesus jumped up christmas thanks to hangtown jen for sending me this story uh it looks like it broke at about seven o'clock this morning uh west coast time It sounds like PG&E equipment is being investigated for the cause of the fly fire in Plumas County. A fire that has been consumed by the Dixie Fire, which has charred over 250,000 acres, according to Cal Fire. PG&E has said that a fallen tree may be to blame for the Dixie Fire as well. Now let's remember, shall we? Let's go back in time. Because I'm going to tell you what this means to you. That's about three years, three and a half years. Remember the big fire that destroyed paradise, killed people, ru- ruined their families? Remember that? The president came and looked at it and said, the forest needs to be raked. And all the pundits and all the fucking assholes, they wanted to break out a rake. When that is the actual term used to talk about clearing out dead brush and dead trees. Because you see, what that all becomes then is kindling. Like when you make a fire at your house, you have to put more in there. The more stuff that'll burn that's in there, the hotter the fire will be. But because of environmentalist and stupid people on the left who said, Oh, you're just gonna go down to Home Depot and clean out the whole forest. <laughs>
1: it's
3: an actual term fuckos. Even the fucking governor of California made fun of him. By the way, if PG and E gets blamed for that, I'm just telling you right now, get ready. I I don't know how many summers. Honestly. I don't know how much longer PG&E will allow you to even have electricity during the summer. And I am not kidding. This is not hyperbole. This is not satire. This is not a joke. If they keep, if it's their power lines that trees are falling on and they're being caused fire, who's the bad guy? Oh, PG&E's the bad guy. In a sense, Maybe. But the real bad guy are all these environmentalists out there who say, if you do rake the the forest, it might disturb an inhabitant of deer. Well, deers don't pay any tax. And I, I feel bad for deer that gets displaced. But you see, here's the thing. If you, wanted, if you don't want to get displaced and somehow figure out how to grow an opposable fucking thumb. I'm so tired of this. Oh, this is, oh. Yeah, Douglas, you're absolutely right. But make sure you have an electric car that you're not going to be able to power up because PG&E will turn their fucking generators off in the summertime. They're a company. They don't want to keep shelling out millions upon millions or billions upon billions of dollars to pay for these fires when it's the state of California's fault. It's so maddening. So maddening to see this. <laughs> Uh, more breaking news here. Douglas just sent me this. I'll read you the headline. I might cover this more tomorrow. New York Attorney General concludes Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, retaliated against accusers. So are they arresting him? Are they kicking him out of office? Are they, uh, th- this is the craziest shit in the world here. We, we live in maddening times, people. Zassy Pammy says, "Cut down trees and brush, people. I've been told that the Placerville area is a freaking tinderbox, and it's a matter of times. Clear your property. PG&E gets shit from the environmentalists for trimming trees. Yeah. Oh, look, man. I I, I don't want to see animals killed just for the sake of killing them, even though I support hunting because that's population control. But you see, you see, Gavin Newsom." You see environmentalists, you see PETA idiots, pedophiles, if you will. Those deer that are being displaced, do you know what else displaces them? A forest fire, it burns all their food. So what's worse, what's worse? Tractors that come in and, and brush it out and scares the deer and they run away. Well, here's the nice thing, the deer can come back Once it's charred, they can't come back for a long, long time, for years. So that displaces them worse than the, and I'm not talking about raking to build. I'm just talking about clearing the forest. Rake the fucking forest, for God's sakes. Why don't we do some controlled logging in California so we have breaks in the forest? Douglas, come on. Douglas, I know you're smarter than that. That's one of the funniest scenes ever in a movie. If you go back and you watch the old Meg Ryan, Nicolas Cage movie, City of Angels, where he plays an angel, but he gives it up so he can be with Meg Ryan, and spoiler alert, she gets hit by a logging truck while biking in Tahoe. How many logging trucks have you ever seen in Tahoe? They aren't going to log there. Not even, and and I understand you said even controlled logging. Oh, dear God. The environmentalists would lose their head. They would lose their fucking minds. And I know I'm picking on just the Tahoe region, and you're talking about all of California. They'll lose their minds no matter where you do it. Lake Elsinore down south. Arrowhead. I, I... it doesn't matter where it is. They will not let you do it. This is why, if you want to know why California has wildfires every year, it's because they don't clean up after the year before. They don't. And that's not a fireman's job. A fireman's job is to put out the fucking fire. We need tractors to come in there. We need to get that shit out of there. Cal Fire also chooses to let fires burn near uh, to clear the forest. They have to. But then the problem is, is nobody cleans that shit up. And once that shit gets dry, guess what? It's flammable again. How the fuck is he still governor or mayor or whatever the fuck he is (laughs) cheating, Kale? Yeah, he's still governor because they haven't had the recall vote yet. I wouldn't give up a low number at the Deli Meg Ryan. She's weird looking. <laughs> like, she was even weirder after she got hit by this this phantom logging truck in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> That's the funniest part of that movie. If you've ever lived near Tahoe or been to Tahoe, you know that the, the main thing is keep Tahoe blue. And all those people say keep Tahoe blue, They're the ones that go up to the beaches and desecrate the beaches on Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, where there's fucking garbage strewn of beach after beach after beach up there. So these fucking people, these environmentalists, they can all go suck a big bowl of steaming small dicks. Oh, I, I, I so hate our world. I wish you guys could really feel how much I hate our world. We are so goddamn stupid because we want to be goddamn fair and don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to hurt deer's feelings because they might have to move from a certain area in the forest. We can't call Simone Biles a fucking loser. She's still the goat even though she quit on her team. They're there. That's all I, they, I, I. They're there. You guys are a bunch of fucking namby pamby fucking crybabies. And see, the people that are like us, that say clear the forest, do all that kind of thing, there's plenty of us. But the problem is, we don't have time to go out and pick it. We don't have time to go out and, and protest at PG&E or at the governor's office because we all have responsibilities and jobs. Now, if you'd like to pay us to go and do that, there will be a huge number of people that show up to do that. Because that is what is right in this world. Harrison says, I lived in Incline Village. They blasted people on the Internet if they forgot to lock their garbage cans at night because it was attracting bears. They're nuts there. Yeah. Oh, they are. Douglas says, I wish Tom Brady was more like Simone Biles. (laughs) Uh, All right, we got to do mail now. Uh, Mail, by the way, brought to you by the fine people at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, you know what the rest are doing? This is what the rest does. I'll tell you. You might not like this, but if you use another flooring outfit that isn't JS Floors, what they do is they take up your old floors, and then they ditch it in the fucking forest, and they light it on fire. The main culprit of all fires in California are anybody who competes with J.S. Floors. J.S. Floors is responsible. They don't want to cause wildfires. They just put in your floors and say, here you go. Thank you. Give them a call, my man Jesse, who has never set a forest fire. 775-267-4123.
4: Uh, all right, let's get to mail, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this one says,
3: hey, Arnie, my name is Jonathan, and I'm a second-year college student who's interested in becoming a journalist due to the fact that no one in TV tells the truth. I want to transfer to a school that specializes in this field and was wondering... With your experience, if you've ever come across people who went to college for this, thanks for the entertaining and truthful shows. Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan, I'm going to answer your question after I read Hangtown Jen's email here. Uh, As an appraiser for the assessor's office in Tahoe, I can say people up here put the Karens of the world to shame. They are so rude and entitled. The rules TRPA has, insane. It's a constant battle between the locals and everyone else. It's a hell of a paradise. Uh, Harrison says, Jonathan, come to Texas Tech. Now, I did not know that Texas Tech had a great media program. Obviously, I do because my friend Harrison went there and is now working at a television station. The schools that are known, Jonathan, are uh, Syracuse. Is, it used to be known as Sports Anchor University. Everybody that works at ESPN went to Syracuse almost. Arizona State is another huge, huge school for media journalism. I know the University of Nevada has a decent journalism program up there, but I don't know if it's it's necessarily mass media or if it's just print journalism. Uh, I looked into it. I was a communications uh, major until I dropped out because I didn't need college to do talk radio and make dick and fart jokes. Um, I'll say this to you right now. I applaud you, Jonathan, for wanting to get in and tell the truth You won't be allowed to, depending on what, if you want to work for a network, networks will shut you down left and right. Networks won't run your stories if they oppose the political direction of that network. You see, journalism lost all credibility when they found out they could make a profit on it. Guys like Walter Cronkite, you got to look that up. Okay. They used to tell it as it is. Dan Rather told it as it is until he realized that he can go ahead and get political as he wants, and they're still going to pay him millions and millions of dollars for it. And that's when they figured out, oh, this slanted journalism, it actually can make a profit. So let's do that. Let's make a profit on the news. Let's keep, give people news that gets them stirred up and riled up. But we're not going to tell them the truth. Jonathan, there are a few places out there that you can go. Very few. Radio is, uh, don't even look at radio anymore. Radio is a fucking, a disgrace. I, I don't even want to start on fucking radio. Because it makes me sick to my stomach what's happened to radio. Television, I, I got to tell you that you have to be careful. I, 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 I praise Harrison a lot on this show. A, I know him. I've known him since he was a little kid. And I think he's fantastic. Um, and I'm very happy that he has this job in Lubbock. And he's doing a great job. Um. But as far as getting into media right now, if you're somebody who wants to tell the truth, you can't even go to like areas like I, I, I like the Vice Network and some of the programs they do, like Dark side of the the ring. Now they've gotten too far and gone dark side of the '90s and dark side of football and everything's dark side this, dark side that. Just bring back the dark side of fucking wrestling, okay? But you want to talk about a network that's slanted, and they have all kinds of reporters out there, and th- these reporters are doing it on their own. They will go out and they will do a story, and they'll sell it to Vice. Now, Vice will only put on the stories that they buy. So how many of those stories don't they buy? Tons. So kids realize, oh, wait, to sell my story, I have to do this, this, and this. Vice Network News one time did a story about this is I'm not joking. this is, look it up. You can look this up on the internet. Vice you know what actually I'll, I'll look it up right now and I I'll, I will save you the work. Uh, Vice news on sex with donkeys. Uh-huh There it is. Here you go. I'm not kidding. I've seen, I and I've seen this episode. In Colombia, it's a rite of passage for boys to have sex with donkeys. As young as ten years old. And the girls in the the villages, they know what's happening. Boys, men, whatever, they actually followed a guy, and they show him going to town on a fucking donkey. Now, they did not show the insertion, but his pants are down, and he's gyrating. And then he washes himself off in a puddle. That was a news story that was on their network. So before you start thinking, oh, okay, Vice Network is for me, there it is. Harrison says, I fight every day writing truthful and unbiased stories. Our national NBC station feeds us biased stories all day. I choose not to release. Oh, Harrison, I won't tell anybody. But when when, when your program director or your producer goes, what happened to that story out of uh, Indiana about whatever whatever story it is you decided not to do? I applaud you, Harrison. Good job. Keep up the good work. But, uh, Jonathan, I'm not going to shit on your dream. If you want to become a journalist to tell the truth, then you go do it. Texas Tech, Arizona State. Syracuse, those are three great schools. And by the way, I guess Texas Tech, Lubbock, big enough town, not that big, but big enough college town. You might get a start there. You might get a start in Grand Junction, Colorado, because every anchor I ever worked with at the news station, almost every anchor started in Grand Junction, Colorado. And then they move on from there. So there you go. I hope that helped you
4: out, Jonathan. Uh, Next one. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck
3: do you want? Uh, Arnie, after reading your latest movie review on Stillwater, I wanted to know something. Do you ever see a movie that you like? (laughs) Every time I read a review from you, it's nothing but negative. And I've seen and liked some of the movies that you hated. I've hated a lot of the movies as well. Just wondering, do you like to torture yourself? That's from Dan. Dan, there's plenty of movies that I've reviewed on this show and other shows that I have liked. This year's big winner for me has been Nobody. I love that. I love the movie The Gentleman. There there are movies out there. Right now, it just doesn't seem that way because there ain't a lot of movies coming out. And I'm telling you, with this latest Delta variant, I, I, I'm already going to I, I'm already gonna tell people, don't waste your time on Top Gun. It's not going to be out until July of next year. I, I'm going ahead and saying it's going to be pushed back. But I love that there's all this infighting in Hollywood now. I just found out that Mark Wahlberg is about to sue uh, Paramount because they, they didn't even tell him until they told everybody that they were releasing his newest movie, The Immortals or whatever it's called, Infinities, I'm not sure, it looked stupid. But they released it on Paramount+, and they did not release it in theaters. Scarlett Johansson also suing, suing Disney because they put her Black Widow movie on Disney+, Plus, which means it's going to cost her at the box office. I think it's fantastic. Oh, you like the Texas football movie? Oh, the 12 Mighty Orphans. Fantastic movie. Harrison says, I have high hopes for Jungle Cruise. Well, go read Christopher's review. It's on the Facebook page. He didn't like it. Christopher likes movies. Christopher's put some good reviews in there as well. They all haven't been negative. But Dan, yes, I see movies that I like. I see movie I, I I go back and I watch old movies too and I, I sit there and, and sometimes I'll review those. Like like my most hated movie of all time, and I know this is not very, very popular on this show, but I hate the movie The Outsiders. I think it's possibly the stupidest movie that's ever been made. The reason why it's so popular is because that movie got girls wet for the first time. So many girls got wet for the first time over that movie. That's why it's a quote-unquote cult classic. The acting, dog shit. The story, dog shit. The setting, Oklahoma, dog shit. Outsiders is easily one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, Douglas says, I watched Jungle Cruise on free streaming. It wasn't that bad. It has a token LGBT XYZ character. Dave says, stay golden, pony boy. Jesus. That mo- that line wasn't made great until the movie Step Brothers. When Catherine, whatever her name is, hikes up her leg and pees in a urinal after she has sex with Dale in a men's room. Oh, God almighty. And I watched the movie this weekend. Everybody, oh, you got to see this movie. You got to see this movie. This movie's awesome movie called Knock Around, Guys. I don't know what was the most painful thing about watching that movie. I think it was the fact that, uh, oh, God damn it, I can't think of his name now. Oh, I can picture him. Oh, fucking, hold on a second here. John Malkovic. John Malkovich trying to do an Italian mafia accent has got to be the most painful thing I've ever heard. And I love John Malkovich, but he is not Italian whatsoever. Seth Green being, trying to be a tough guy from the Bronx, swing and a miss. The movie was terrible. Awful, awful film. Oh, but, only you got to see you gotta see a knock-around, guys. No, I watched Black Widow. Oh, you watched Black Widow. Okay. I took my son to see Jungle Cruise. Okay. All right. Now I got you. Now I got you. And, look, you take your kid to see Jungle Cruise. That's great. It's a kid's movie. did not let your son watch Black Widow, though, huh? Uh, all right. There you go. Next one here.
4: Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
3: I always get one of these letters in, usually a day or two after Tommy comes in. Arnie, I really love when you have Tommy on your show. You guys are so good together and could take over the world. Any plans on more of Tommy? And look, look, I've said it a number of times on this show. I would love to have a co host. And there is nobody I want more in the co host seat than Tommy. I can't pay anybody. And I'm not gonna ask somebody to give up all their time, to give up twenty hours of their week just to do this shit show with me. Not shit show, but you know what I mean. If I could pay Tommy, then yes I would. I would I would offer him this, you know, hopefully he retires in the next few years from the fire department. He's got more time on his hand. I would love to have him come in here every day but right now it's not in my cards he can guess he knows that he can come in anytime he wants to and i have other friends i'd like to get on i like to get my friend phil on love to get my friend dave on dan was on i mean i look i and and having a co-host makes my job so much easier so much easier i can bounce shit off them it's fantastic but yeah. Uh, so, no, I watched Black Widow on viewing service. Uh, forcing the gay dude was a little subtle, uh, but it seemed like it was forced and not needed for the story. Braddy Kid, hey, Braddy Kid was, she She said, do you want me to co host your show last Friday on her birthday? And I said, sure. And she goes, no, better not. Because she would take the show over. See, and, and I, there would be no need for me. You guys would like her so much, you'd forget all about me. So yeah, no no, Braddy Kid. Uh, next mail. Let's get to it quick.
4: Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! It's here! Listen up! It's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I have a question for you.
3: Ooh, is this an Ask Arnie question? Oh, oh my. I And, and I have not sung yet today, have I? Oh. Oh, well, let's just do it then, shall we? Let's do two of my newer ones, shall we? Oh, that one. Oh, gosh. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Got my book. Okay. Here we go. First one. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, you didn't. It's not available anymore? Really? How about if I just click in there? And, oh, look at that. It's also available. Oh, goddamn ads shit. Uh, Alright. I should have known I had these in there. I didn't even rehearse this morning. Okay. Here we go. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these shows you will ask me a a question, is all I need? They say that I am going to heal you, but I wouldn't hold my breath, hello? Did you hear me? I'm not in California, but I can still help you out today. If I was younger, this wouldn't be free. I've been wrong a couple times before, and I'm not proud of that. It's such a difference between us. 1,857 miles. You should ask me right
5: now Before I fuck a cop, yeah. To say I'm sorry
3: Would be a damn lie And that would Make you cry Hello yeah. That's the first gym, right there. The next gym is my new favorite one that we do here on the show. Everybody get ready. Got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry. I'm a trained professional we've all been there time after time now you gotta ask me so I can help you out ask me now ask me now before
5: I fuck a Brag about it, fucking
3: a cow, fucking a cow, man, you know, I I might have to come up with a second verse to that, because that one just moves, that one right there, I could, I could enter that in a contest, and win all kinds of cash and prizes. I, really, I enjoy that one a lot. I enjoy that one as much as My Way and Silent Night, I got to say. Those are my top three. My attention is fucking brilliant. I just muted a Zoom meeting to hear this one with all my attention. Nice. That is fantastic. All right, here's the question. Arnie, I have a question for you. If you were going to be executed, what would you choose, and what would you choose for your last meal? Hmm, I tell you what, that, that, that's an interesting question. I've been asked the last meal before. Last meal, I'll go last meal first. Definitely a big-ass ribeye steak. Lots of fat on there. Baked potato, not, not too big, but baked potato, loaded. And you know what yeah, instead of macaroni and cheese I I want lo- I want a lobster tail with it. That's what I want with it is a lobster tail. And two not 2 liters 2 gallons of Dr Pepper. And, and a can of Copenhagen. That that's my last meal. That's all I want. You ain't got to get me no ice cream even though I I take some Bluebell coconut cream if it was available. Um but yeah that that would be my last meal. As far as execution goes, whew. see, I'm not afraid of death. I know a lot of people are afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of it hurting or me seeing it coming. Like going, going down in a plane crash, that is going to suck because I'm going to see it happening. I don't want to be a puss and say lethal injection. I sure as shit ain't gonna say old Smokey. I ain't getting on the electric chair. I ain't being hung either because you poop yourself when you get hung. And after the meal that I just had, boy that is going to be huge. Firing squad. Man, I don't know about that one. I you know what? I'm just I'm I'm going to go ahead and just pick lethal injection. I'll be a pussy. Shark attack? No, they don't do that. Fuck that shit. I ain't going in no damn water. I'd go out with Old Smokey, the most Texan way to go. Well, the, the most Texan way to go is lethal injection. Look, we've killed more people than cancer here in Texas. Most of them have been by lethal injection. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the cocktail that, that, that makes me go to sleep. Yeah, I don't want to get elect- electrocution, Would suck. No thanks. Somebody once told me that that drowning is the most peaceful way of dying. And I looked at him. I said, are you out of your fucking mind? I was a goddamn lifeguard. I fought against that. Drowning sucks. There's no euphoria. How about an instant death from getting kicked in the head at a donkey show? I would take that. South Carolina brought back firing squad. There's a few states, Harrison, that have it as an option because you are given. Maybe this person that wrote me, Andy, is on death row. There's a few states that have options. Hanging was legal in Washington State up until about 10 or 11 years ago when an inmate who was on death row decided to eat himself out of a hanging. They had to outlaw hanging because he said, and his lawyer said, because he weighs 400 pounds now, that would be cruel and unusual punishment, hanging him. I think that's why Washington State either got rid of the death penalty or they just moved it to whatchamacallit. Somebody just messaged me. Your jokes are hilarious. I wait all day to hear them. Happier than a fag who found a bag full of dicks. That's fantastic. Thank you, Ariel. I appreciate that. Yeah, too bad Washington State is too pussy to act on any execution. Well, they were going to act on his, and his lawyer got in there and said, nope, because they had hangings. Utah was uh, the last state I know that had the firing squad until they they brought it back, and then it's available. Like, Utah's main way they killed people was firing squad. Yes, these are things I memorized. Why? Because I have nothing else to do. Uh, All right. Oh,
4: oh, 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 oh. Concerts.
3: Do they have that one yet? Oh, they've got. uh. See, now, why, why would you do this to me? Why would you do this to me? I get an email from some Ticket Center place. By the way, don't ever go to ticket-center.com. They're crooks. They've got all these because we bought tickets to go see Alabama in Nashville. They're sending me all of Nashville's fucking shit. There's one concert on here they don't have. It's the only concert I'd want to see. And that is at the Ryman Auditorium. When Sturgill Simpson's playing there? Sports shows, Globe Life, concerts. I don't want to be here in Texas. Fuck this. Fuck this email. I'll look at it later. Texas has two executions scheduled next month. By the way, in Nevada, did they ever execute that guy in Nevada? When they found out, because the drug maker, this is a new thing that's starting to happen now, and uh, all the uh, anti-death penalty people are happy about this. The drug makers that make the three drug cocktail used to kill patients are now not allowing it to be sold to prisons because they don't want their product associated with death. You can't really blame a product for that. So they're having to come up with other ways to lethally uh, execute somebody, uh, legally execute somebody. And there was a guy in Nevada who waived all of his options for. Appeal, he wanted to be put to death. He, he pled guilty, he's going to get the death penalty, all this kind of stuff. And then the drug makers decided, no, we ain't going to do it. And then they came up with other ways to have him overdose. And all this kind of stuff. And they said, no, that's cruel and unusual because it's never been tested. So I don't know if he's been executed or not. But isn't it interesting, the thought that goes into killing somebody? Shit, they didn't think that much when that, that guy stuck that broom up Jeffrey Dahmer's ass.
4: Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck
3: do you want? Uh, uh, Harrison, let me, let, let's see. Uh, oh, it has got this guy. Is that this guy here? Uh, Judge blocked Nevada's first proposed execution in 15 years. Uh, at least October was set by Nevada. This isn't the same guy that I'm thinking of because it was, maybe he's dead. I don't know what happened to him then. Uh shoot. Shoot! 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 Hold on a second. See. see. Pose. R. All right. I've sent myself the story. I will read it in a little while. Uh, Brady Kid, I have that story you just emailed me. But thank you very, very much. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, this next one here. Uh, dear Arnie. I wanted to let you know I love your daily jokes. And thanks for telling them because I'm not on social media. <laughs> You've gotten any, have you gotten any blowback over them, Sandra? Yes, I have. And, and look, mainly they're all a bunch of punk kids that don't, don't have, you know, two nickels to fucking rub together. The problem is that once they start talking about it and the, the people at TikTok see it or wherever they see it, they're going to go, oh, that violates community standards because we're all a bunch of fucking pussies. Nobody can hear those fucking terrible jokes. Remember, three out of my jokes, three out of the 220 jokes I've told have been flagged down. And I can tell you all of them right here, right now. You tell me, Should uh, okay, we'll, we'll play a little game. Play a little game. Where where? Uh, and you know what?
4: You make the call.
3: Keep it up or take it down. Were they right or were they wrong? First joke. What's the difference between snow tires and slaves? Snow tires don't sing when you put chains on them. That's the first one. So...
4: You make the call. Now
3: see, I told that, keep it, all of them. Douglas says keep it, okay. I told that in a way that it wasn't racist. The original way to tell that, you you sub you substitute the word slaves for blacks. But slaves have been all colored people. All people white, yellow, black, whatever. And they said, no, that violates community standards. Keep it up, all of them. Uh, we can do the gladiator vote. Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. So far, I've received nothing but thumbs up from that one. All right, next joke that I told that was banned from, from community violations due to nudity and sexual inappropriate sexual activity. What's the worst part of eating a bald pussy? Putting the diaper back on.
4: You make the call. Uh,
3: thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes, V. Coop. Exactly. Every skin color has been a slave. But that second one was taken down, and I, I kind of shook my head. That, that, that's that is a creepy joke. That is just such a bad creepy joke. But I'm getting told. I keep it okay. Keep that shit up. The last joke, and this one pisses me off, and this is a visual joke. So you have to raise your right arm like you're giving the Heil Hitler. Keep it up. It's, ta- it's wrong, but taboo is funny. For some reason, I'm okay with the chain joke. Uh, but the diaper back on, my first thought is not old lady who wears depends. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's it it look, it, it's a bad pedophile joke. That's what it is. And okay, hey, it violated their community standards. I didn't fight it, I just let them take it down. This last one I wanted to fight. But I was starting to gather people, so I said, okay, I'll be quiet. How high is a German's grass? This high. That's how you tell the joke. That was taken down. I didn't curse. I didn't do anything. I raised my hand. That joke was taken down.
4: You make the call.
3: I mean, that joke is too good for too Nazi. And that one is fine. I could go back and tell that joke again. How high is my, my German neighbor's grass? Nine inches. If I said it like that, you think it gets taken down? Oh, look, man, I'd keep them all. I love all these jokes. I mean, the, the joke I told yesterday, I thought it would be bigger than it was. The one about Oscar Pistorius. How come Oscar Pistorius never got a new bathroom door? Because his girlfriend was dead set against it? I mean, if you know the Oscar Pistorius story. And look, I've told a joke, and it... it hold on, let me, let me go to my my little uh, tickety talk page. My favorite joke on there that I've told, ooh, I'm getting a lot of views today. Hey, now. I tell it somewhere early because and, and, I wanted to tell it again the other day, and I might break it back out. I'm, I'll break it back out tomorrow. You guys get that inside. What's the best way to get gum out of your hair? Cancer. <laughs> that joke is just funny, man. That joke is fucking funny. Oh, But yes, uh, Sandra, I've gotten blowback over three of my jokes. And there are plenty of people that comment, oh, this guy's racist, this guy's Really, I'm racist? Okay. All right, I'm just as racist as the people that wrote those. Uh, two more letters to go. Uh, let's get back to the mail site here. Suck
4: in your gut! It's time for mail call! And-
3: Listen up, it's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, don't know if you've commented on this yet, but what did you think of Morgan Wallen coming out at the Jason Aldean show this weekend? They showed him doing shots on stage. In your words, those are, quote, really bad optics, aren't they? That was sent by Brandy. Now, we all know who Morgan Wallen is, right? Morgan Wallen's a country star who got real drunk with some friends, was back at his Nashville house, and yelled, take care of this N-word. Ended it with the A, not the hard R. His lovely neighbor, by the way, Morgan Wallen has moved from that neighborhood. Yeah, because he has no fucking privacy. And his neighbors are all a bunch of ass fucks. Um... Morgan Walls, a country artist that did that, right? And he was canceled immediately. Videotape was leaked. He was canceled. One best new artist, too, like like three months before was named the best new country artist. Everybody was just jumping on this guy's train. Then he said that. He was canceled. So a couple weeks ago, or last week, he was on Good Morning America with Michael Strahan talking about the word. And he said he had gone to rehab. I was like, "Huh? Oh, he said it funny. He's I'll oh, take care of that N word. He, take care of my N word. He, 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 and the guy wasn't black, by the way. They were saying it too. Uh, so yes, Jason Aldean, who's a shitbag country artist who I hate." Was doing a show in Nashville this weekend, and he brought Morgan Wallen on stage. Now, when Morgan Wallen talked about going to rehab, I was like, you can go to rehab for saying the N-word now? Jesus Christ, boy, that I'm going to live in that place for the things I've said. No, no, he went to rehab for alcohol. That's right, he went to rehab for alcohol. Now, He might have been doing shots of water on stage with Jason Aldean, but that's not the way they made it look. Made it look like he was taking shots of tequila on stage. He's up there singing, having a good time with his buddy, like nothing happened. And by the way, I don't think anything should have happened to him. But since it did, let's go ahead and comment on how bad these optics are. First of all, the optics are bad that he went to rehab for alcohol and he's doing shots two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, be coop that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, there's no N-word rehab. (laughs) Oh, hang down, Jen, you make me laugh. Well, fuck, if there's a rehab for saying the, in a funny way, with the A at the end, not the hard R then fuck me, I'm definitely going to have to admit myself for the cake obsession. (laughs) Well, Douglas, I'm already, look, look. He went to, I don't know why he even talked about going to rehab. So he only said that because he was drunk? Look, look. I'm just going to tell you guys this. If you want to go around telling people that you've never said certain words, okay. And maybe you haven't. I'm going to go ahead and say that I won't even use the word vast. I will just say the the majority of Americans have used words like the N word with the A ending. Some have used it with the R ending. They've used the F word to describe gay people. They've used it maybe not to describe gay people. Maybe, maybe they used it. We're in a society now that likes to cancel words more than people. Pretty soon. I mean, honestly, there's going to be a time where we don't have words left. There's great memes, and I saw a video yesterday. These, this group of people, they wanted a, a stranger to take a picture of them. So he grabs the camera and he says, say cheese. And one of the ladies goes, oh, it's, it's Australian, but I, I'll do it in the American accent. She's like, uh, hello, uh, I'm vegan. So I, I would rather you not say cheese. And he's like, okay. And remember, this is a stranger taking the picture. He goes, okay, well, uh, everybody say tofu. Some guy goes, uh, tofu is not a really that healthy of an option. And it does terrible things for testosterone. And then every time this guy, this stranger, this good Samaritan, tries to choose a word for them to say, they shit all over him. Because that's the world we live in. Tommy put up something genius last week on Facebook. Our current society, if you go out and you say, you know, I really like oranges, somebody will write you back and go, what the fuck is wrong with apples, you piece of shit? Nothing. I, I, I just wanted to put, I, I like oranges. That's not the world we live in anymore, though. And yes, kale fag is a great word. One of my all-time favorite words, that and retard. I can't help myself with retard. Fag, I, I, I can dial that back because I had to dial it back when I was on the regular radio. I hate it, but I and, and I replace it with queef as much as I can, but I feel like such a fag when I do. <laughs> you see what I did there? bum, bum. Well, then fine, everybody say fuck off, but do it with a smile. (laughs) Oh, man, it won't even matter. If you upset one person, you've upset too many in this current world. All right, last email. Welcome to
4: Mail Call. Not Bucket. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
3: Arnie, I just wanted to say thank you for your take on the SEC. Do you think things will change, or will Alabama just keep winning? The word midget is a gym. Yes, yes, Dave Coe, it is. Um, Stanley. Uh, I'm going to answer Stanley's question real fast here. Uh, no. I, I, I think that everything runs in cycles in, in sports and, like, in life and in music and all these things. Alabama right now is on one of the greatest cycles of all time. I don't know how people are – like, I've seen a bunch of people predicting – did the New England Patriots draft an all-world quarterback, or did they re-sign Cam Newton? And they have them almost winning the AFC East this year. I know the AFC East usually sucks, but the Patriots are not a good team. And it's the cycle that ends. Alabama, is going to be a big year for them. New quarterback, the offensive coordinator, Slash quarterback guru who's been there for the last six years is gone. Now he's at Texas. Alabama can't continue to keep losing coach. Now granted they still have they still have the man. But their winning will be coming to an end. Just gonna say that now. Uh, I can't say I have never said a word that was unmentionable. I may not have used it in mixed company, but all they are is a sound that's in context is what counts. Shit words are 7% of how we communicate. You could replace the word with any other word, any other sound, and still have the same intent. Yeah, as long as Nick Saban's at at Alabama, I'm not going to, to bet against him, but he can't do it all on his own. If you don't believe that Mac Jones is the Patriots' savior to bring them back to the Super Bowl, no, no, I don't. Warbird says roll tide. You got to, look, Warbird, you got to understand that, that when Nick Saban goes away, you better hope that Dabo Sweeney just fucking comes in there, which is probably going to happen. So then, yes, they'll continue to win because he has a great staff and he hires good people too. But until then, we'll see. Uh, all right, that is all the mail we have. So now it is time for round two. That is correct, Amundo. Round two of Celebrity Ass, ass. 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 Guess That Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Character. Character. First round, we flew through the the Eastern Conference, where Dirty Harry and Marshall Jet. Cooper are half the faces on Mount Rushmore. Now we have to go over to the Western Conference and find out who will be repping over there.
4: Let's get it on! All
3: right, here we go. First matchup: Ass Family. It is a doozy. I give you the title character from the movie: The Outlaw, Josie Wales. Taking on, I forget his last name, but his first name was Frank in the Secret Service movie, In the Line of Fire, where he goes after John Malkovic. So the outlaw Josie Wales versus Frank, the Secret Service agent. Ask family, who you Ourselves a winner, ass family, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Your winner is the outlaw Josie Wales. The outlaw Josie Wales moves on. Now, who will it be in our next matchup? Will it be the character Joe from A Fistful of Dollars taking on the movie that introduced us to Sandra Lock? Well, no, actually, that was any which way but loose. So, but she was in this one as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Bronco Billy. Joe from Fistful of Dollars versus Bronco Billy. Ass Family, who you got? <laughs> Scatman Carruthers was in Bronco Billy. No, I don't think anybody likes this voting category. All right, Joe from A Fistful of Dollars wins. Next matchup. Here we go. Oh. We have one of the greatest characters I think that that Clint Eastwood ever played. The guy's name was Bill Mooney. Or Bill Mooney. He teamed up with Morgan Freeman, and they went. And that was the movie The Unforgiven. Bill Mooney from The Unforgiven taking on the title character of Joe Kidd. Bill Mooney versus Joe Kidd. Ass family. Who you got? forgiven. Our final matchup, as family of the Eastern Conference, and then we find out who is on the, the Mount Rushmore. Oh, from the movie High Plains Drifter, I give you the stranger taking on one of the finest roles I think Clint Eastwood ever played. The guy's name was Walt Kowalski. And he told them to get off his damn lawn. Oh, they, I love that movie. Fuck, I can't even think of the name of that damn movie now. Oh uh, shoot, uh, Clint East, Walt. Grand Torino. Grand Torino. That's it. The Stranger from High Plains Drifter versus Walt Kowalski from Grand Torino. Ass family. Who ya got? and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. That is Walt Kowalski from Grand Torino. He moves on to where now we find out who will be on the face of Mount Rushmore. Will it be in our first matchup? Will it be the outlawed Josie Wales? Or will it be Joe from Fistful of Dollars? Josie Wales versus Joe. Ask family. Who you got? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a new face to add. And that face is, face, not face, face is the outlaw. Josie Wales moves on. And in our final matchup of the day to find out who goes on this Mount Rushmore, two of the finest characters Clint Eastwood ever played, a retired gunslinger turned family man who then goes out to avenge the cutting of a prostitute, Bill Muni, from Unforgiven, taking on former Ford plant worker, Korean War veteran, an all-around great guy except being a father. He wasn't very good at that. I give you the man that told the joke a black guy, a Mexican, and a rabbi walk into a bar. The bartender says, get the fuck out of here. I give you Walt Kowalski. Ass family. Between Bill and Walt Kowalski, who ya got? Korean War veteran himself, Walt Kowalski, moves on and is in the final four with the outlaw, Josie Wales, Dirty Harry, and Marshal Jed Cooper. What a Mount Rushmore that will be. (laughs) Walt's fucking internet. Uh, uh, We will find out who the face is after the next segment here at com Where it began I can't
1: begin
7: 7, 7, easy, Alright, easy.
3: welcome back to the big show here on a uh Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Look at that. Tomorrow already home day. Holy shit. We're flying. Uh what did you just send me there, Harrison? Uh, big 12 and Pac-12 commissioners to meet on scheduling alliance and merger. Yep, Uh, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Hold on. Let's see. Let's go like that and then go compose and go AR. Bam, bam, college football. All right. I will talk more about that manana. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it, Harrison. Thank you so much. Doing a great job, buddy. Thank you to everybody who always sends me stories. It means the world to me. Thank you. Now, this story I found on my own. Now I know that a lot of people hate this band, and I'm okay with that. You can hate Limp Biscuit as much as you want. Um, look at that. Taco Tuesday night is right cleaning six inch Mahi Mahi right now. Yum. That sounds fantastic. Um, tacos do sound good today. Mm. Uh but over the weekend. Limp Biscuit played Lollapalooza, and we are only 18 days away from seeing them in Austin, baby. Woo! I get to, get to see some Limp Biscuit and eat some good barbecue. No, I'm not going to Franklin's. That place can eat my asshole. But over the weekend, they played in front of 400,000 screaming fans in Chicago at Lollapalooza and debuted a brand new song called Dad Vibes. Like to hear it? Here it goes.
2: It's for you and only you. Uh Uh-uh. This is a song off our new album called Dad Vibes. We're going to play a little bit.
4: I want to see everybody out there dancing right now.
0: Let me see how you do it. Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama gon' brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the midst walk the line so fine with the blindfold. Keep in mind, though. No.
3: Now now they're actually playing this song for for their crowd and they're throwing them t-shirts and stuff. Fast forward a little bit. I, I don't know if I'm digging this. It needs to get some angst. I'm probably not supposed to be playing this.
4: Mark, what the hell are you doing out here? How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Fucking fantastic. Is everybody happy? Hey y'all.
3: Now, I did see the video of them doing break stuff Oh, it was so reminiscent, uh, and he even brings up the woodstock ninety nine The crowd went fucking ape shit for for break stuff. I don't know if I'm into the Dad Vibe song yet. <laughs> next they'll be singing, I did it all for the Ben Gay and the nap, yeah, <laughs> I did it all for the Ben Gay and the nap, yeah. I'll let you know how they are in concert. I, I can't wait to see them. I've seen them like five or six times. Wait, look, I, and I, I apologize that Limp Biscuit and I don't play a lot of Limp Biscuit on this show because I know a lot of people don't like Limp Biscuit, and that's fine. I love Limp Biscuit. They, they are one of the greatest bands to see live. They put on one hell of a show. So there you go. All right, there's a little taste of what's coming from them. Uh all right, now we have to go back to serious stuff. We'll, we'll go back and forth here. Serious, not serious. This is the last, I think, actually, yeah, it's one of the last serious, serious stories of the day. Now, Now, where are all the politicians? Where are all the people rioting in the street? Where is Black Lives Matter? When Chicago went past, blew past, their previous number of shootings in July. The city of Chicago alone had 460 shooting incidents. Year to date, it's over 1,900. It's almost 2,000 shootings, 2,400 victims, Oh my God. Which is up from last year. Where are, wh- wh- what the fuck? And you want to defund the police? Are you high? This is a major metropolis, uh, metropolitan area. This is the third biggest city in America. Yesterday I said San Francisco. San Francisco and Oakland are fourth. Sorry, my bad. Chicago is third, the third biggest city in the country. And you have over 20, almost 2,500 victims so far in the first half of the year. Come on. Anybody who wants to fucking believe the claptrap that is Black Lives Matter, if anybody comes up to you and says do you support Black Lives Matter? I just want you to ask them, where are they in Chicago? That's all you have to ask. you'll find out what anybody who supports Black Lives Matter is. It's anti-cop. It shouldn't be Black Lives Matter. It should be called the anti-cop movement. Because if Black Lives truly mattered to that group, they would be in Chicago. Because I'm going to go ahead and say that at least 95% of those people that have been shot are black. Dave Coe, I would would say the number is greater than 50% to your questions. How many of the shootings were black on black? I would say a a very high number. Now, there there was a story a couple months ago that it went around and everybody, oh, it went around because the kid's white. Well, it went around because the victim was innocent. Kid was riding on a bus. Kid was on a fucking bus going the other direction. And a ricocheted bullet from a shootout in Chicago between two black men. Ricocheted, went into the bus, hit him right in the brain stem. Killed him immediately. Was like a junior at Northwestern. A tough fucking school to get into. And his life was just like that. Gone. In an instant. But hey. We want to ban police, and we want to ban legal guns. I, I'm i all for it. I, I think this is wonderful where we are as a society. BLM is nothing more than a racist group. Fuck them. Yeah. I, 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 I'll say it. BLM, BLM could give a shit about black lives. I'm not, You know what, uh, Mike? Uh, let me say this right now. You're not wrong, but let, let's change it up a little bit. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black lives. Black Lives Matter is a movement that is an anti-police movement. That's all it is. It's a group of people. Look, the group that started it wanted answers for their sons. One of them deserved it. Another one didn't. But, hey, they started this. And then it was swallowed up immediately by people who have agendas. And those agendas are getting rid of police, So they can commit more crime. That's it. It's all BLM is. I won't say that they're necessarily a racist group, but they could actually give two shits about black lives. I'll go on record saying it. I will debate anyone in Black Lives Matter because all I have to do is say Chicago. I've won the argument. Do you know how empowering that is to have that fucking card in your pocket Usually you hold on and you wait to play that card. I just, I'll play it at first because I don't have that much time to waste doing this debate. Mr. States, how can you say that black lives matter, don't care about black lives? I'd just pull out the card and go, Chicago, Illinois. Bam. Do you need me anymore? Thank you, every, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for your time. I have to go back because I'm not trying to pretend to change the world like this group is. What's that? You have nothing to say over there? Oh, okay. Good, good, good. You you just keep sitting there and, and talking about how bad the police are. Might want to change your name, though. I, I know that you have – here's the sad part. They have letterhead. They have all this stuff that has BLM on there, and that, that costs a lot of money. And I'm sure George Soros doesn't want to get that bill. Fuck's sake. Buy large mansions. Yeah, that's what that group is all about. That group has gotten so much money, yet they haven't put one kid through college. They haven't paid one black person's rent. Where's the money going? Pretty soon they're going to file to be a religion so they don't have to pay taxes. Oh, you got, hey, BLM, let me help you out. Since I hate you and I hate our government right now, the way that you can get tax exemption through a church status is do the exact same thing. Do the exact same thing that the Scientologists did to the IRS. You open about four or 500 lawsuits up against people that work for the IRS. Now, they can be fraudulent lawsuits. It doesn't matter because what it's going to do is cost them time and money to fight these lawsuits, and then you go, hey, we'll drop all these lawsuits against you if you give us church status. By the way, that's how Scientology did it. Pretty genius, huh? Pretty genius. Uh, Truth, but beating Whitey under that title says that they're a racist organization. In fact, they paid uh, agitators to help kick off this civil war you were mentioning earlier. I'm glad I heard Soros out of your mouth. Good to know you know. Oh, George Soros is the most evil fucking human being ever. Anybody who would turn his own people in at the age of 11 to Jewish concentration camps, fuck that guy. That guy has paid Antifa. He's paid all these groups off. He just last week donated a million dollars to an anti-police organization. This guy wants to see the erosion of America. And the powers that be just let him be it. I tell you this right now, it's a good fucking thing I'm not in charge, because I tell you this right now. First of all, our soldiers would have been home a long time ago, because my order would have been, if the villagers don't help you, sorry, they're combatants, kill them. I said it. I'm not taking it back. We would, if I were the president, Middle East would be cleared out right now. I ain't going to take the land over because under the Geneva Convention, I can no longer do that. I'm not going to try to usher in uh, diplomacy there, try to make them a democratic country because those people don't want that shit. They have lived in the desert for thousands of years. Let them have their ways. We're just getting rid of the bad people around there. Okay, bring our soldiers home. First assignment, I am going to find the greatest Navy Seals that I have. Team 6. I'm going to call Delta Force. I'm going to call Marine Snipers. I will call I will even call Coast Guard Rescue Divers on this. Army Rangers you're in there. And I will give you 1 billion dollars for the head of George Soros. The literal head of George Soros. I have I, I have them come into a private meeting that nobody knows about. They're all sworn to secrecy. They have to be. And by the way, it's an order that I'm giving. But you will get $1 billion tax-free. I'll give the uh, the entire group a billion, and the person that kills George Soros, you get a billion dollars too. The world is a bad place. Make sure, oh, oh well, that's part of it. You got you to wipe out everybody in that in that organization. That's why you're getting $2 billion for it. And bought those vaccine plants with Gates last month. Guess what's coming next? You guessed it, the Delta variant cure. Oh, Of course it is. Of course they're going to come up with a Delta variant cure, even though the Johnson & Johnson is doing well against it. All right, moving on, because we, we've been too serious this morning, and I, I just, as a president offered to put a bounty on someone's head, but I don't care because I'm not president. Arnie, you forgot the best assassin in the game, Hillary Clinton. I, I, I think that th- this is what I think. I I, purposely, I I think this. I think Hillary Clinton, she knows George Soros. They, they're, they're longtime buddies. I think Hillary Clinton pegs him. She puts a strap-on dildo on and fucks him in the ass. And she's such a mean lady, she doesn't even give him a reach around. That's how mean Hillary Clinton is. She grabs that strap on because she's tried to have the surgery to have a cock, but it's just not taken. She fucking plows Soros right in the keister. And doesn't even finish him off. What a bad person she is. Yeah, so I I can't get her on the team. If a stray bullet goes that way, oopsie cockle, there's another million. By the way, I'm waiting for the videos to come out, all the cell phone videos. Did you see what happened in Florida yesterday? This isn't a Florida person story, so I can't play the music. It just happened in Florida. And it's part of something that's going on with American Airlines, but I know this for a fact that Spirit Airlines, they're like the they're the bad airlines. Spirit Airlines is the one that has all the fights. Okay? Spirit Airlines is like the the $14 to fly from, you know, New York to Vegas. It, a real shitty airline. Well, their their pilots have gone on strike, leading leaving hundreds, actually thousands of people stranded. 230 flights were canceled yesterday. Oh, you know. Oh. Oh, angry pastor! Here we go. We're at the airport. There are people all wearing masks. Trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, nobody's doing anything? That's a weak video. Show me some people throwing down. Oh, my God. The line at the ticker, ticket counter spans the entire terminal. All because these pilots are on strike. Oh, God. I, I just, uh, all I want to see is one fight. I just want to see one fight where some gal takes her wig off and uses it as a weapon. Can, can, can we make that happen? Can we please make that happen? I've seen shoes. I've seen crutches. I've seen children used as weapons. I would love to see someone's weave used as a weapon. I'll have more on that uh, this month uh hillary's had a surgery didn't work because her balls are too big and got in the way does michelle obama join i'm sure he's hung better oh oh you know what they they do the chinese fingers cuffs on him michelle's in front she she plops out her cock hillary gets the strap on and you got chinese finger cuffs on fucking george soros Mike says, Spirit Airline is like the Chuck E. Cheese of pizza joints. You know the beer is cheap and the people are cheap fights are bound to happen. Oh, God, yeah, there's nothing. Look, look, Mike, you're, you're a newer name I'm seeing on here, so I, I, I say welcome, but I, you could have been listening forever. I, I don't know. One of my guilty pleasures that I love in this world is when parents fight in front of children, whether it be at a Little League game I mean Chuck E Cheese, you know what's going to happen because they serve parents beer. And the only way to get through some kids fucking shitty birthday party at Chuck E Cheese is, that's right, you guessed it, getting drunk. And when guys and gals get drunk, they get angry and they like to fight. Oh, the fights at Chuck E Cheese. The greatest fight we ever saw though came from Disneyland. That 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 was on that was orgasmic on so many levels. That you had these people fighting and literally beating the hell out of each other. In Toon Land, like the little kid part of Disneyland. All of Disneyland is for kids, but this was like the kiddie section. People are beating them. That right there, that's still the greatest video I've ever seen. That in Harambe. God, God rest Harambe's soul. Uh, all right. Now, yesterday, I know we talked a little bit about wrestling. We got a little wrestling we got to talk about today. WWE is making a lot of moves. They've just released Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. I, I don't really care about him that much. That happened yesterday. I think we talked a little bit about it. A big one also happened last night. Ric Flair. Woo! The 16-time heavyweight champion of the world is still under contract with the WWE. He went into Vince McMahon because he's not really happy about the current way things are going. And he asked for his outright release. And the WWE gave him his outright release. Right now, the dirtiest player in the game is a free agent. Now, uh, let's see, finally learned to turn this damn phone around for comments. Been listing you since the old days. Rock on. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're posting. Um, look, he's still Ric Flair. Ric Flair has drawing power because he's Ric Flair. Ric Flair ain't never going to wrestle again. I hope not. Flair's son Charlotte's going to next leave her <laughs> her fiancé in is in a, uh, yeah, I I believe also that Charlotte Flair will be gone by the end of the year. And I can see the nature boy getting a huge push. He's friends with the guy who owns AEW. One of his best friends in the entire world, Arn Anderson, works at AEW. His son-in-law, or his future son-in-law, works at AEW. Woo! The nature boy is coming to AEW. I'm telling you right now, AEW is starting to gain some a little bit of momentum. You get rid of the shit bags you got and you bring in this quality people. Because Ric Flair can still talk. I'm not excited about his son Charlotte coming in. I I can't. I, look, I, I tried to watch last night. Yeah, Arn Anderson and Tully Blade. That Arn Anderson's his best friend. Um I watched Raw last night. It's getting harder and harder to watch. I I mean, AEW ain't much better. But they they shot their load last night in the first five minutes. Bobby Lashley was uh, approached by Goldberg. Why didn't they do that at the end of the show? That's stupid to have the Charlotte Flair versus the fucking other chick match again. Two weeks in a row to end the show? Come on. They're chick wrestlers. First thing I'd do, get rid of chick wrestling. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. I, you can call me hateful. You can call me a terrible person, but it's gone. So we had that story from yesterday. And the story that Tommy and I talked about yesterday, it came true. High school superstar, number one player in the country. Going to be a senior this year at Southlake Carroll High School in Southlake, Texas, about an hour away from me. The kid was going to go to the University of Texas but didn't like the way that Tom Herman was coaching, so he, he, he rescinded the – he sent back the offer, and now he's going to attend the Ohio State University. Uh, we talked about how he was talking about foregoing his senior season and going to Ohio State so he can start to earn money. He has done that. The young man, Quinn Ewers, is actually at Ohio State as we speak. His team, is his his old high school team are about to start two-a-days to get ready for fall football season. These guys who have counted on him. These guys who have bled with him. These guys who have spent hours in the weight room with him. Hours in film room with him. And he up and left. Now, people are saying this young man could make as much as a million dollars his freshman year. I don't think he's going to start. He can enroll now. I guess he graduated super early. Um, he's going to enroll. And I saw a guy post something on Facebook or or it was TikTok, saying how glorious this day was for Ohio State. And I decided to be the shit in his Kool-Aid when I put a post up there that says, well, you won't think that way in two years when he opts out of his junior season so he can concentrate on the NFL. See, a lot of players – are skipping bowl games, which I think is wrong to do to your team because it's not a good enough bowl game, so they're going to opt out so they can get ready for the NFL draft. The Bosa's, one of the Bosa brothers, he got hurt in the second game of the season, and it was a, an injury that kept him out for like three weeks. Well, he decided not to come back. He forego the rest of his season so he could get ready for the NFL draft. How you get a guy like that on your team, I, I don't understand. Uh, th- th- this fella, this kid here, hey, Ohio State, congratulations on landing him. There's no such thing as a sure thing. I, I Look, I don't want this kid to fail necessarily, but I'm telling you that once he gets near the eligibility mark, he's going to the NFL. If he If he will do this to guys that he grew up with, He can do it to anybody. And, and I, I personally, I'm dead set again. Let me just give you my feelings toward the kids. I think he's a piece of shit. That's what I think. But I know that uh, it doesn't matter. And I feel bad for every kid that goes to South Lake Carroll, that plays football, that is willing to do the two-a-days in 100-degree heat. And this kid just fucked him. That dog shit. I don't like it, and you know what? Fuck his mullet. I hope somebody shaves his head at Ohio State. Yeah, are they did that last night with that Chris Angel guy or whatever his name is against Sheamus and somebody. I, I'm t- something's got to give in WWE. Uh, I know a basketball team that invested years of sweat and blood into college program, only to have their coach stolen by Texas and taken to the SEC. I hope the Longhorns had a great had a cigarette and a Gatorade after what they did. Coaches are a different story, man. Coaches are fair game. Coaches do that shit all the time. The tech, and by the way, by the way, the tech guy is a great coach, but nobody stopped Rick Pitino from doing it. Nobody stopped Bill Self from doing it. You don't get guys like Coach K that stay at one program forever anymore. There are no more John Thompsons out there. It's sad what happened to Tech. Hey, should have paid him more. Uh, McCaffrey and Fournette both skipped their bowl games to get ready for the draft. Shitty to do to your team. Yes, I agree with it. I uh, That's why I have – no problem saying that I don't think Christian McCafferty is the best running back in the game right now. Oh, that's easy to say. With Derrick Henry in Tennessee, that's easy to say. Leonard Fournette, he's lucky that he's on Tampa Bay. He's got Tom Brady on his team now. I bet you that motherfucker don't quit on Tom Brady. By the way, has anybody seen Tim Tebow lately? God damn, Tim Tebow is flat out jacked, and and I guess that he's doing well at training camp with the Jacksonville Jaguars, playing for his old coach, Urban Meyer. Caught a touchdown in practice the other day. Uh, am I looking forward to seeing Garrett Gilbert play Thursday? I hate Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert sucks. Uh, I'll, I'll watch part of the Hall of Fame game Thursday night, the Cowboys and Steelers. Ain't no starters playing. I hate these preseason games. That's, they're so weak. Uh, Harrison, he was a Longhorn for one season. Yes, he went to Southlake. No way, I thought he went to Lake Travis. Garrett Gilbert played. Garrett Gilbert went to Lake Travis. He played one season, then left and went to SMU. Yeah, he went to Lake Travis. Yeah, not Lake. Hate him. Hate him. Can't stand Garrett Gilbert. Is that white privilege? That's quarterback privilege right there. Uh, so yeah, so I guess you know Tim Tim Tebow might make the team. Oh, is that you know that's a great question, Douglas. There are some people that said, "Hey, this ain't right." I got, I got I'll give you this. Tim Tebow got that. He does have a privilege. He knows the head coach. The head coach knows that this is more about. This is more than football. This is about putting asses in seats. The Jacksonville Jaguars play about, what, 20 miles away from the University of Florida where Tim Tebow is Jesus there? You want to put asses in seats? And people say, oh, he's taking jobs away. Well, I tell you what, he would be taking jobs away if he didn't get so fucking jacked for this and worked so hard for this. I thought the, the, the most white privilege Tebow had was what all these shots he got with the Mets. I don't know what the Mets were thinking with that. Jags doing this, I think it's a smart move on their part. And if he can play, I don't see a problem. Uh, Reports coming out that there was a full-out team brawl at the New York Giants practice day. I know a player on the Giants. Guy from Sacramento. Deontay Booker. Devontae Booker. He's a new running back for the Giants. I told him not to run too much on my Cowboys this year. Stinkfish says, as much as I hate Tebow because he went to Florida, you can't count that dude out of anything. Well, except baseball. He sucked at baseball. But, man, oh, man, as far as football playing goes, look, man, he can run if he can catch, and he can block like tight ends do. What's the problem? And he puts asses in seats. So you're saying that he is buddies with the coach, and that may have played a factor into him getting signed. I think the race had much more to do with it, LOL. No. Look, look. the NFL will do this to you. Uh, him being friends with, uh, with Urban Meyer, that got his foot in the door. Now, now, granted, you could say, well, that's all the white privilege you need. He's made it this far in camp already. I know it's only like the first week. And and everybody says he, he he's very, very good, or he's put on a lot of muscle and all this kind of stuff. I ain't going to put anything past this guy. Fucker won a Heisman Trophy as a freshman. Uh, and the NFL doesn't care what color you are. If you can keep your nose clean and you can put asses in seats and you can play, the NFL doesn't give a shit. And half the time, they don't even give a shit if you keep your nose clean. How did Pac-Man Jones stay in the league so long? Adam Pac-Man Jones started off with the Cincinnati Bengals, got, got arrested like every two days. Played for the Cowboys, and he went and played for somebody else. He had a long NFL career. How does that happen? Because he's good. Because he's got talent. If you can play... They will play you, and they'll forgive you for all your trespasses. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, all right, that's our mire. Let's see. Now, I've never heard of this. This thing sounds really, really damn cool to me. It's going to be our last story of the day. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. one. Uh, okay. Last story of the day here. See how that pans out for Richard Sherman. Yep, Richard. Hey, we'll see. If he still got it, somebody will sign him. i tell you that right now. Philip Morris Company. They're the fine producers of all the tobacco or most of the tobacco people smoke or chew in this country. They have recently sold their Disneyland for smokers. I had no idea this was out there. The 18,000 acre Marlboro Ranch. That's fantastic. 350 loyal customers won all expense paid trips there since 1999. Now it was sold to an exclusive Yellowstone club, whatever that means. This was in Montana. Every year, 350 loyal customers get to go there. It has 20 buildings, a hotel, mining office, bank, sheriff's office, and saloon. It was sold to the group Yellowstone Club, which counts celebrities like Tom Brady and Justin Timberlake among its members. The owners plan to continue running the ranch's cow-calf operation and guest ranch. Now, come on! I wanted to see rides there. If this is like a Disneyland for smokers, I mean, obviously there are no no smoking areas anywhere. I mean, I mean, like you could have a, a a log ride where you ride down in a gold spittoon, and you call it, you know, Spittoon Falls. You could like ride cigarettes and rides. I I think that's a great idea. So it's talent privilege doesn't fit the narrative. Damn it, right? How have I never heard of this place? Perhaps it's a good thing, or I'd probably be dead already from the lung cancer. I think Kathy Griffin made it. By speaking way of lung cancer, I think Kathy Griffin made it. It was a working ranch with an old western town. The fake town has 20 buildings, two-story hotel, mining office, sheriff's office, saloon. I'm looking at a picture of it. It looks great, man. That's awesome. They come in there and they can smoke. I see an ashtray on the table. These old lodges, I think that's fantastic. That's great. The restaurant features waitresses that are Peg Bundy ass, cigarette hanging out of the corner of her mouth, ash about to fall. The the Peg Bundy or that that grandmother in uh, 16 candles who's got the big ass ash and the other one's got a fucking spatula to catch it before it goes in the food. Fantastic. It is in the uh, southern part of Montana, it's southeastern of. Helena. That's kind of cool. I mean, I, it's goofy as shit, but it's cool. Gotta let, gotta love that kind of stuff. That right there is Americana. <sighs> okay, let's do it. Let let us do the finals of the Celebrity Ass Death Match. If my thing switches over. There it is. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time
4: for the for finals. The finals, finals. finals. Oh, oh,
3: oh. oh, the celebrity assassin, Plenty Slugwood characters. Real simple, everybody. We have whittled it down to Dirty Harry, Josie Wales, Marshal Jed Cooper, and Walt Kowalski from Grand Torino as the greatest characters. And who is the number one? We find out now. Let's get it on! All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. No more pussyfooting around. In the battle between Dirty Harry Callahan. Go ahead, punk. Make my day. Do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? That's the actual line. Dirty Harry taking on. I don't know a lot of the lines by heart for this. I've only seen it a couple times. It's been a while. From the film Hang 'em High. If you're going to hang a man, make sure you hang him high. I give you Marshall Jed Cooper. So, as family, I am asking you Dirty Harry, Marshall Jed Cooper, who? Yeah. Take on the winner of this matchup right here, right now. The outlaw himself, Josie Wales. Taking on the guy that called him zipper heads and told him to get off his damn lawn, Walt Kowalski. Josie Wales, Walt Kowalski, ask family who you got. Outlaw Josie Wells didn't have enough to overtake Walt Kowalski, so Walt is in the finals. So the finals are set up. Here we go. The kind of police force that I would make this man chief of police for, the one and only Dirty Harry Callahan, taking on a retired guy that was tired of taking shit walt kowalski dirty harry versus walt kowalski ask family who you got ring
5: ring 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 banana phone Ring, ring 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 banana phone i've got this feeling so appealing us to get together and sing, sing, ring, 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 banana phone, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, Don't banana no phone. phone. Uh, it grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, modular interactive. <laughs> <modular. laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're tied. Ring, 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 ring,
3: we have somebody taking a lead. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. Uh, It's no
5: bony. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone.
3: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is all over. Dirty Harry Callahan is the face of the Mount Rushmore. Of Clint Eastwood Movies, ass family. Wow. 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 What a matchup that was. This was a great one. Now, tomorrow uh, on the show, we will go over the remaining ones that we have. And if somebody has a new category of Celebrity Ass match for Friday, please let me know. But we will vote on that tomorrow on the show. This is a scam call. Hello, scammer, and welcome to the Arnie State Show. How are you? There you go. Uh, Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So y'all have a great Tuesday, and get ready for tomorrow, because tomorrow is... I can't say it all, because it ain't tomorrow yet. Until then, adios, everybody.
5: As as all my friends can tear.